This is the Criterion Cruise Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. He's Jared Duncan. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order of release. This week, we're enjoying war for once as we watch Spine 378 in the Criterion Collection. Kone Ishikawa's Fires on the Plane from 1959. But first, RJ. Yeah. RJ, it's, it's warming up outside. No, no, whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't get too hot and horny about that yet. Because, Bro, nice. uh, it's so it's been it's been so nice. It's the the ice is finally melting, and I, I know like I feel like I'm gonna die in some parking lots. Yeah. Oh man, it's a little slick. It's a little sick. But it's like I said, don't get too don't get too crazy yet because I've been tracking weather patterns and climate oh, patterns in Creekville. Shit. And can I make a prediction to you? What is it, one? weather? Tell me, weather wizard. What did you like to know, weather boy? Um, this is what happens, and this is what's been happening for a number of years. January, we have a nice kind of reprieve. It gets a little warmer. Things melt a little bit. It's kind of nice. It's kind of nice. And then near the end of January, going into February, it is going to get so cold. So, so cold. Like minus 30 again for February. And then I mean, March, sure. we're going to get a huge dump of snow. Okay. And, then, and then we'll be out of the woods. But this is this is what I've noticed. January is nice, but then February gets super cold, and then March we get lots of snow again. Well, I might have spoke too soon. I just looked, and the wind chill is uh, minus twelve right now. Yeah, see, see, it's coming. Oh no, it's coming. but but it's supposed to be plus twelve on Friday. Allegedly. How's that? That's that's Creepsville, baby, Creepsville. Yeah, are you only, gonna go out Creepsville. this Friday in shorts and sandals? No. Why not? No. I'm not an animal. Do you own sandals? No. What if you were at like a pool or something? You don't have like flip flops? No, not my problem. No? You nope. just go barefoot in the hotel room from the hotel to the pool? Uh, I just wouldn't go. What are you talking about? When's the last time you were in a swimming pool? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. A long time. So long oh. that you, you couldn't say with accuracy? Correct. Let's let me just ask, was it like were you a teenager still? Uh probably, yeah. So you haven't been in a swimming pool in over thirty five years, is what you're telling me. Thirty five years. Um that might be a bit well, much. If we're if we're basing it from like let's go generous, let's say from nineteen to now. So about thirty five years. From the age of from the age of nineteen, yeah. That sounds so about right. Your current be, age of yeah. fifty four. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been doing any uh, laps in the the Olympic sized pool at work it or anything like that. Doesn't even need to be a lap. It can just be like uh, uh, go for a dip. Yeah, just a casual, no. casual paddle. No, I haven't. What about you, RJ? When was the last time I was in a pool? Yeah, within the calendar year. Wow. Or no, wait. 
know it's a new year not not this year yet but last year i was definitely in a pool or two now was was this an occasion perhaps or a series of occasions where uh the pool had to be closed down due to defecation no not that pool i haven't not been in, not in not not a, a oh time. why i haven't been in the code brown pool in some time <laughs> you know it could it happen anywhere at any time i know it could but the the pool you're talking about the outdoor pool that has a cold code brown i think almost daily and they they call it that too and they have to drain the pool or they say they drain the pool they, they, they just i don't know they just they just mash it up a little bit and then put it where i don't know why don't they just Stir. fish it why, why don't they just fish it out because it's like the because that's not how water works you know like the pot the it like it like disperses diffusion do you know about diffusion no diffusion it def the, the, the molecules the poop they diffuse out so even though the turd is the center molecule it has it has rippling <laughs> rj what molecules. what what age does the poo stop growing at what does it stop growing yeah never okay it's like a mushroom dude it grows like, it's like elasticity yeah it's it can never be stretched too thin it's going it to get you. It's going to get inside of you. It's going to do more than get inside of you. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm -hmm. Do you have any idea how bad that is? It's bad. But no, I've been in like, uh, <laughs> like hotel pools. Oh, those. Yeah. Hotel yeah. No, no, no one's ever shit in one of those before. I'm sure it's happened, but the last couple of times I was in one of those. <laughs> you know what? And you know what? No they don't have. Around. They, they don't have code browns there. You know why? Because they don't care. They don't care. Nature, nature takes its course. Remember yeah. what Cipher in the Matrix in the Matrix One said? No. That uh, ignorance is bliss. Do you remember Cipher? Yeah, you know it's funny because Cipher's in that movie, The Matrix, uh, which is uh, a favorite film of some podcast online personality types who are also playing characters. Uh, as, as it turns out, that, you... The Matrix is that guy's favorite film. Uh, yeah. Oh wow! Favorite. I would have thought one, it would have been something like Fight Club. Uh, that's so, that's so 1999. Does, does that guy know that the I Matrix mean, is unlike, the, unlike, unlike the Matrix, which is also from 1999. Yeah. Does that guy know that that, that movie is about, like, trans stuff? Because I feel like that goes against it, what that guy promotes. Yeah. See, that's part of the Matrix, though. Well, okay. I mean, that's what Dukowski said. I remember that yeah. interview where someone was talking to Keanu Reeves, and it's like, Dukowski said the Matrix is about being trans, and he's like, oh. He's like, that's cool. He's like, I didn't know, but whatever. He's like, I just showed up and read the lines in hand. Did he go, whoa. 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 Hey, did you know that The Matrix 4 has been on Crave for like seven <laughs> months? And remains undiscussed. Undiscussed. Un unwatched, unloved. What, if, what are you going to watch first, The Matrix or Black Adam? I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch a uh, Way of Water before either of those. Are you turkeys. gonna go to the theater? Nah, I don't know. Yeah. Apparently, James. apparently, I have to get the record straight though. Uh oh. Apparently, there's too much praise going on. Too much heap and praise. Uh, you? There, there's been a Patreon request. What? We don't get. We don't take Patreon requests. What are you talking about? Uh, wh what do you mean? Somebody like emailed the Patreon as a re for a request or. Uh, D it was in my D slid into my DMs. Oh my god! Can you say yeah. who it's from? Uh, I'll just say that uh, there might have been a dick. There might have been a dick pic involved. I don't know. 
okay put it off air and, and on and on and on the on the penis there was you should watch avatar no really it was and a blue it... It, it was a blue penis oh wow did it have tendrils <laughs> i can send it to you uh no <laughs> oh okay uh, i'm okay on that but no uh, uh but half kidding in the sense that there was no penis but oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that there's maybe potential cgi blue wang right there's got to be a reason why there's got to be a reason why it's the avatar 2 is now the seventh highest grossing film worldwide ever in like a month i saw there must be some reason this is more for the news segment but but it's related i saw an article today on my news feed and it was like james cameron praises avatar 2 and I went. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I went, but James Cameron. <laughs> can you can you not praise your own film though? Yeah, sure. See, I mean, he's breaking the rules again. He, he, it's, it's all these chumps out there saying, "Oh, my movie was a disappointment" or something like that. And he's like, "Oh, uh, come on, guys, you gotta get you gotta give it up for this movie." <laughs> Okay, here it is. On despite variety. despite my best efforts of uh, turning people against this movie that I've been working on, because the way I talk about things, it gonna... it does it it goes above and beyond my uh, capabilities. Uh, uh, kudos. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, he, yeah, you should you should be proud of the work you do. Here's the article from Variety. I'll put it in the Discord. James Cameron praises Avatar two, <laughs> nearing two billion. And then, quote, enough with streaming already. I'm tired of sitting on my ass. End quote. There you go. So I'm going to put this in movie scoops, I think. Oh, uh, for people might not know what that is if they're not part of the Discord, Jarrett. What? Discord? What's that? What's Discord, Jarrett? I thought you were going to tell me. No, I don't know. I oh. heard it was the fastest grow- growing community on the internet. On the what? Matrix. Oh, shit. Cypher is there. Cypher Trinity? Mouse? Do you remember Mouse, Jarrett? Morpheus? <laughs> oh, he was there. He was there. But remember mm-hmm. Mouse? Not really. Mouse went not like this. Not like the, this. Was Mouse in the first one? Yeah. I think okay, Mouse I, was the lady I, with the short blonde hair, wasn't she? Uh, or was Mouse the dude? I I, I don't know. Not yeah. Tank. Tank's brother. Remember Tank? No. Why don't you and watch the Matrix? What happens in Matrix Two? Like, there's like the dance club. I don't know, dude. I only ever watched the Matrix <laughs> Two once, and I've never seen the Matrix Three. Uh, I've seen the Matrix Two twice, and I've uh-huh. never, I've never seen Three. Nor yeah, or we just four. did something bad. We just put out there that neither of no, us have seen the Matrix Three. I think, I think we've talked about this before, though. I think. I it's know, been... but there's gonna be tricks heads out there who. Uh, I. Are... I think that the okay. All I know is I think the first one, the first movie probably still holds up pretty decently. Yeah. Uh, and I think the second one will not hold up very well. And then no one, we didn't. Neither of us saw the third, so it can't be worse or better. Yeah. It can yeah. only be. And then there's four, which um, for the real bricks heads. Yeah. What well, came out and and then it went away. Did you ever play that Matrix game where you were um the MMO? No, the one where you you were Jada Pinkett, or you you could either pick her or someone else. I remember renting it as a kid. I think it was on like PlayStation One or something. I remember renting it, and I was just like, I was like, wait a minute, I'm not playing as Neo or Morpheus 
or um trinity i was like who is this person and it was just like two random people that you could play as i was really disappointed yeah i just, I, I i i just remember the matrix online no i not that well that wasn't the one i was playing but yeah have, have you ever played an mmo before I don't, uh, I've seen, I'm not, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I've seen I'm the disappointed. game. It's not for me. What? You don't, no, you I, want, you what's don't a good go... one? Wow. Tell me one good one. Wow. You play. Wow. Still to this day. No, I don't, I don't want just cause Henry Cavill does. Doesn't mean I have to. Well, I mean, look at him. He's, yeah, he's, so, know, he's, he's so cool. Don't you want to be cool? I do want to be cool, but I'd rather go like the Joe Pantaleone cool other instead of the Henry Cavill Joy, Joy Pants. Do you know Joe Pantaleone? Uh-huh. He he was uh he was Cypher in the Matrix. You do you know about Cypher? <laughs> you know uh before there was Pandora, there was Azeroth. Oh. Is that a good thing? Um I don't know. Sure. Uh, okay. I, I I I logged I logged a couple hours in World of Warcraft. I'm sure you did. No, I'm sure you did. Did you ever talk to people online and say stuff like this is about honor? Like no, in the chats? no. I, I could tell a World of Warcraft story that I don't oh. know. If it's not particularly funny, but did you break it, the it, computer? It, no, no, no. Something like that. Um, so, age. This is like kind of like one of those periods where you're just like bored playing World of Warcraft, as would, would often happen, as you're mm -hmm. waiting for people to come on to do quests. You know about quests? Well. Sometimes uh, yeah. he, I created a character, a, a gnome. Okay. I can't, I can't remember his name, but uh, I sold all his clothes, so he was just like in underpants, and I, I ran him uh, in such a way to the main city mm -hmm. so that I would avoid experience, keeping him at level one. And then I busked. Okay. I busked for gold, and you I would. Do what? I busked. Oh, you know, okay. I, I, I would dance like a busker. Oh, like a busker. Okay. I was a, yeah, I was just a little gnome. Okay. Um, I think I was called just like maybe like gnomeless. Oh, okay. And so you uh, kind of had fun with it. I had fun with it. Uh, yeah. the, the good people uh, got it. They thought it was funny, mm -hmm. and uh, I'd get some pretty good tips. And then they make me dance, which I would do. But this also made some people mad. Who were like, "Why are you even doing this for?" Like, it, it upset them. It's like, "Why are you wasting your time?" I'm like, I don't know. It's like, what's, what's the difference? I'm I'm enjoying myself. I mean, you should have said, you could have hit him, you know, throw it back at him and say, you're here too, so what are you doing? If oh. not wasting your time. What, what else is, are these activities for? They're to fill the gap of time, man. Exactly. It's, it's an entertainment. Yeah. And I, and I found entertainment. And, and then there'd be, the, there'd be, but of course there's people got into it, you know, they'd also doff their clothing. They'd mm. dance, they'd dance with my gnome in, in the, in the street. your gnome? They would dance. We would dance together because you could do little jigs, you know. Okay. <laughs> there, there's there's everything you could toggle, you know about you could hot, toggle, ho toggle, toggle oh, okay. keys. You know about you know about hotkeys. Uh, I don't. Could you explain oh. it to me? Oh, I don't know. You just like sometimes you're like you don't want to have to hit the buttons all the time, so you uh, you you key encodings. I can't remember the the, the terminology anymore, but uh. Yeah, nerdery. That was a good. That was a good year, two thousand seven. Yeah, I was doing wow. fun stuff in that year. Wow, I was too. I was yeah. too. Can I tell you something? I'm not. Yeah, that was a good. That, that was I'm a good year for. 
No, I, I don't, don't I'm do it. Because <laughs> there, there comes a point. There's a wall you hit where you just go, "Holy fuck, what's the point of this?" And then you're just done. Yeah. And, and I haven't looked back. I mean, I've never logged on uh, to any. That was the only time I ever did do an MMO, and it's the last time I did it. Hmm. Many, many moons ago. It doesn't seem like something I would want to do. I mean, if you were go- going to do it, you would have done it already. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen I've seen how they play, and it's just like I've never really found them like they didn't look appealing to me. I've never been like that looks awesome. It's like I don't know. I'd rather just do my own thing. Do your own. Do your own thing. Do my own thing. No, like that. So. Well, what, what, so what uh, else what, is going on, Jer? I don't know. What do you mean? You um. No, I got my got Age of Sigmar League hot league action. Going oh, on, wow. RJ? Yeah. Tell me about that. I don't know. Miniatures. You gotta justify buying them and painting them so you, you play with them. Oh, That's you been actually fun. play miniature things? I thought you just painted them. Yeah, I, 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 I do. Oh. It's called Sigmund? Sigmar. It's called Sigmar? <laughs> yeah, Age of Sigmar. Do you know it's like World Lig- of Warcraft, but with plastic miniatures. Okay, so there's Sigmar. Do you know about Ligma? I do. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. Do you know about Updog? Uh, yep. <laughs> Shit. Damn. Shit. <laughs> I, you may, you may have it this day, Duncan, but I'll get you. You'll one of get these me. You'll get me. You'll get me. No, one of those days. <laughs> yeah, one of these days. Okay, so you're playing games. Playing you're games. Have fun. Have... Does uh, the significant other play these games also, or is that she... too competitive? No, she, she does. Don't cross the streams. Do you know what I oh, mean? Oh, well, we do. So, ah, oh, gross. Um, if you it, play yeah. each other and they win, would you clobber them? <laughs> oh, wait, what's your usage there? Bonk them? I think that's your like cute way of talking about uh, assault. Uh, no, it's not no, assault. It's a bonk. It's, it's a way see. different thing. Okay. You just give them a little bonk once in a while. I gave Andrew a bonk yesterday, and she went ow, and I went oh sorry. Oh yeah, she said ow. But I did it in a fun way where it's like I hit the top ah, of my hand. It's and fun. And then I, like, I helicoptered my arm over. Like, you know, like, like it was a fun bonk. Yeah. It's fun assault. So do you ever do any bonking or clobbering? No, actually. So, like, if she beats you, you're not like, it's clobbering time. And then you flip. Like <laughs> 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 what? Like CM Punk? No, I, know, I was thinking it, of it, uh, it, the thing. Oh. From I Fantastic see. Four, you know. I know. Does CM but... Punk tell people that it's claw uh, time? That's what he yells. Do, have, you, you, like, have you ever if not ever seen him his entrance? No, no. He he checks his his invisible watch on his wrist and then he bellows out it's clobbering time. I Isn't fuck that, you not. How is yeah, that not trademarked by Fantastic Four? And he says it and Marvel doesn't care. They don't care. Damn. I mean, I think Hulk Hogan might still have to pay Marvel like a certain amount of money. Because he calls called himself Hulk Hogan. Mm. Is Hulk trademarked? Like as a thing? Because couldn't someone just be named Hulk? Uh, no. So what if Marvel... I named my want... kid Spider Man? Would I have to pay like? Well, pay... if they became if they became famous, uh, and they you know profited off of that name, then yeah, probably they might say, "Hey, you don't like that." I mean, I feel like they would profit if they were named Spider Man McGruber. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they they could only go up. In life. Yeah, and then when Spider Man starts going around bonking people, 
They might not be a fan of that either. Bonkin or Clobberin. Well, Bonkin is fun. Clobberin is the, the scary one. Oh. So, you've never done that in a mini game though. Like if you lost, you you didn't, you know. No. But time. I I you know what though? Sadly, I have I have heard of altercations with with okay. mini figs. Oh, yeah. Were they playing uh, that you, Star you, Trek uh, game? No, uh, no, this was uh, this this was actually also Age of Sigmar, I do believe. And I think there might have been alcohol involved. Oh my god! Don't blame mm. alcohol we... for this. Everyone's always blaming alcohol for stuff like altercations. Oh, al- al- alcohol, alcohol gets a bad rap. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Everyone's blaming it for stuff. It's like, no, just don't try to justify your shitty behavior just because you had a drink. You're like, oh, I couldn't control myself. I'm always oh, in control. Always, always, especially when it's bonking time. That's why if the 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 bedpan right beside the chair now. No, it's a hole in the chair that goes into a bucket. Oh, uh, you can call that a bedpan. I mean, you should maybe you shouldn't shit I mean, in it, but I'll do whatever yeah. I want. It's my bucket. I mean, you you like going into public pools as well, so. Well, I mean, I I do think public pools are super gross. I don't like going into public pools, but, but I really like. Do it. I, I like swimming. That's the thing. I I enjoy swimming. I I don't enjoy being in a public pool. I see. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you, so fun. you 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 did a a trade off. You're like, well, you know, I'll yeah. I'll do this, but then I'll have other rituals I can embrace. Yeah, I I mean I I will deeply cleanse my body afterwards. Jeff. I can oh, I can only imagine. You know what I? You like, ever worry I, about like when you put your clothes into the lockers at a pool, like what could happen to your clothes? Like no, I, I've never been in a. I haven't been in a pool with a locker in a long time. Okay. Yeah, actually, the last I think the last couple times I went swimming was like a lake, which I know is also problematic. But I yeah, I, 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 you know what? You're always rolling the dice that that uh that crazy amoeba that lives in the water that goes up and kills your it kills you in the brain. It'll get that'll be the time. If the one time you go swimming, it's yeah. like, ah, well, I mean, shit, brain amoeba. If it were gonna happen, I wish it just happened already. Yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, just do it already. Who, who could say, you know? Anyways, what else were we talking about? I don't know. How How's your week been? Um, fine. I had a dream the other night that I was calling. Uh, we have a there's a caretaker where I work at pizza hut and uh their name is adam and i had a dream last night that um after like many years they're like you know my name is alan not adam and i woke up really panicked i was like (gasps) alan alan (laughs) he's really buff too so i was like he's gonna beat me up Mm -hmm. he's gonna give me a bonking (laughs) clobbering yeah clobbering time see you slipped well that too that too um so, yeah, that was kind of scary the other day. It was kind of scary. I made this food the other day that when I was a kid, I used to like it a lot. And I made it this week. And I was like, I don't really like this anymore. What was it? Swedish meatballs with, like, plum sauce on rice. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like, All right. Uh, like, it was just something my mom made because there was, like, a bunch of kids. Like, there was four of us. Are, are you talking, like, from, food. like, like frozen dinner style? Yeah. Okay. Well, it was, like, the meatballs were frozen but like they didn't have a sauce with them i just put plum sauce on them and then put them on rice like plum sauce from scratch or plum sauce from a bottle no from a jar from a jar yeah or yeah whatever yeah, yeah. okay so you, so you didn't make your own plum sauce fuck 
Do you make plum sauce? Sure. What are you jellying plums in your basement? What I you don't know. Like, I would try to like make my own like sauce. I guess. Oh. I that, mean, that we make a lot of our sauces, but plum okay. is not a sauce I'm gonna try. I guess, to make but like, but you're, so you're just like taking like a big of, of plum sauce and just yeah. like, and that's it. Okay, that yeah, kinda... it was a real lazy. Well, dinner. You should just make it like making this. Like, you probably make better luck making like a sweet and sour sauce with those meatballs. I mean, that, I know that now, but now I now I'm like I don't have the taste for it at all. Sorry, yeah, I was when, like I don't want this anymore. When you talk you about know? plum, when you talk about plum sauce, I was just like in my mind, it's sort of sweet and sour because I'm like I don't know, I don't really. I mean, they're basically the same thing. Basically. There's like a slight difference. Well, I mean, I guess plum sauce, and then you'd have, I mean, sweet and sour sauce is ketchup, right? Like, it's just, yeah. Yeah. yeah but they both have a ketchup. sweet tang. Oh, yeah, of course. So, what, you know are, you, are you are you a fan of the, the meatballs at Ikea or Ikea? No. Never? No, I, I just know that Ikea was selling those horse meatballs, and people got really upset. And that's not slander. That was in the news. So that's just a, Oh, it must be real. That's just a fact. Well, I mean, go to the news outlet that published it if you have an issue okay. with that. I, I do think it was European markets, though, where it's like some of those countries just eat horse normally. So it's like, I think oh. they were kind of like, yeah, nobody cares. Cause horse meat found in Ikea meatballs in Europe. Yeah, see, but like but this, that, that was, uh, you know how long ago that was? Like uh, four or five years? Ten. It was February 2013. Well, I haven't forgotten, man. I haven't forgotten. So I've I've never had a IKEA. I've never eaten in an IKEA just period. Usually when I'm in there, the few, like the once a year we go, my goal is to get out there as, as soon as I can. Out out of it. You know what I mean? You know? Fair. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like Fair. being in there. I don't like Fair. being anywhere. Yeah, except the but, pool. Well, yeah, if if I could have the pool by myself and I know it was freshly cleaned, that would be a dream. No. Imagine being in a pool, but also being able to play an MMO. Imagine that. So doing Warcraft in the pool? Yeah, or like uh, Final Fantasy eleven or whatever that one was that was online. I don't know. So, or 13. <laughs> I, don't know. I, never, I never dabbled with the Final Fantasies either. Holy smokes. I have Dude. the Super Nintendo ones, but I've Dude. never played them. Fuck. <sighs> Have you played Chrono Trigger at least? Uh, I've played it like in my life, but I've never actually sat down start to finish playing. Oh, oh. it was impossible to get for a long time. It was like a hundred bucks like ten years ago. It's probably well, getting, like four thousand well, dollars get, get, now. Getting an SNES card of it was probably a lot more expensive, but it was available yeah. other ways. Well, you know, I do things authentic, baby. You know that. Well, that's well, that's your problem. No emulation. Authentic. No emulation. So, you're, so when you're playing these, oh no, while well, you're playing these up remasters and such, you got to go back to the original. You got to play it as as uh, people played it when it came out. I mean, then. No, I could, no, but I don't want to do that. I'd rather do the remaster. There you go. So you should uh, you should definitely get around to playing Chrono Trigger because that is a incredible game. And I know, I know. Very, very good. I will eventually. Awesome, awesome game. Eventually, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see when that happens. See, that's what people should be complaining about. They should be writing in, not asking Avatar too, but uh, saying RJ needs to play Chrono Trigger. If someone buys it for me, I'd be happy to play it. No, figure it out. Well, I gotta play the games I bought. Yeah, skip those ones. Play Chrono Trigger. I can make a comment in uh, the Discord about what I should play next because I'm gonna be done The Last of Us in like two, three days. 
Okay, let's. I'm gonna do it for you. You tell me what you do want I, in the poll. Should I uh, do The Last of Us two? Roll right into that. Okay, hold up. What? How many options can I have? Two or three? As many as you want. Okay. What? So what should I play next? The Last of Us two. Okay. Last of Us two. Okay. Spider Man. I'm just gonna say Spider Man. Just put Spider Man. Yeah. Okay. Or. Uh, what do you think between Uncharted and God of War 3? Should I dabble in the Uncharted? Like, un like Uncharted 1? Yeah, because I've never played it. Or? Or God of War 3. Those are the PlayStation or, games. Or Shadow of the Colossus. Which I do not own. You can throw it in there, but I don't own that. The other games I have at my access. That's my funny. access. Shadow of the Colossus there uh too many choices probably but you can take there one. you go i know it's posted okay. done okay. done okay so wait oh yeah okay so one of the bots votes on each of the options right? the, the bot the bot the bot generates the buttons that's what okay. those are allowed choice okay that's lot. that's lots yes spider hands okay we'll see I uh I'll talk about when we're creeping. I'm I'm pretty close to being done Last of Us, and I, I'm considering rolling into two. But two is a, allegedly a 25 hour game. I see that Jarrett has already put his vote uh, his vote in there. Mm -hmm. So since you get a vote, I should probably get a vote for myself. No, you you can't pick for yourself. Oh. That's that's bullshit. Okay. Well, when when does this uh, poll run out? When I it never it never I... stops until you make a decision until you okay. see or, until you see the result you like, and then that was always the answer. Okay. okay. That's I'm that's how that. that that's kind of like Elon Musk. Oh, oh. So you just keep pushing until until you're the one who box. We should you get a Heisenberg to... meme that says, "I am the one that bonks." I'm sure. Yeah, I'm... I'm sure someone will be on that uh, in the next 12 to 24 hours. That'd be a pretty easy one to do, I think. <laughs> Very easy, actually. Yeah. But no one will get it, other than you and me, of course. Anyways, so that's going on. Cool. Um, outstanding. So mm -hmm. I'm so happy for you. Um, mm -hmm. Want to hear from Email Land? Email Land? Uh, no. Oh, okay. No. Uh, Justin Peterson. Oh, yeah. Playoffs, baby. Oh, hey, creeps. What's happening? It's been an interesting season, but my 13-4 Vikings are heading back to the playoffs. I've dropped the ball for the regular season, but it should be much easier to track your picks for the next, for the road to Super Bowl, JD. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Of course, I want the Vikes to win. Also want the Seahawks to find a way to, be the for to, to beat the 49ers. Nope. Please, Brady, somehow get the Bucks to take out the Cowboys. Mm. Okay. Also uh, Jags over the Chargers. Bengals yeah. over the Ravens. Yeah. Buffalo over Miami. Yeah. So, I mean, if people want to hear my picks, they can head right on over to the Discord and check them out. Jared did make his picks. I, yeah. I made very uh, scientifically sound picks. Yes, that's true. Very well-researched, very known I know all. I know those stats. You know about stats, RJ. Do I know about stats? I know yeah. about stats. What's your uh, What's your error margin on those stats? Um, <clears throat> one. Okay, fair. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on board with that. That's fine. Uh, 
Double goat movie question of the week. Oh, Oh. my God. I checked out the unusual pair-up Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito for the train wreck of a Christmas movie called Deck the Halls last night. Care to pick a best movie for each? I know Mr. Broderick is no friend of the show. Uh, So Justin's picks are Election and Batman Returns for Mr. DeVito. I mean, that's a pretty good show. B-Man Returns. So Matthew Broderick, is he ever been good? I mean, Broadman. Broadman. I mean, I haven't seen Election for a really long time. Um, it was okay. Yeah, I mean, I know everyone's real crazy. Cable Guy, RJ. Yeah, I would say Cable Guy is probably his best, but that's just because Cable Guy is a good movie. I don't think it's got anything to do with with uh with the Broadman. Uh, my pick would be the movie Glory, the Civil War movie. Is that the one where he fights a computer about like over no, nuclear war? No, not that one. Oh, okay. he plays Colonel Robert Goldshaw. I don't believe I've seen this movie. No, I don't think a lot of people have. It is uh, so. He's the leader of the uh, the Yankees' first all-black volunteer company. It's got okay. Denzel Washington in it. Uh, it's got a little bit of Morgan Freeman. Uh, Andre Brogner. What is this it's movie called? A Glory. It's really good. <laughs> like, I, but no one talks about it. I can't, um, even, can't even find it on his thing. Like, glory. from a yeah. poster. Yeah, Glory. It, it, it looks old timey. Is it by from the, it's, Hawk? It's, it's, it's from the director of The Last Samurai. Oh, that guy? No. Yeah. Ed, Edward Zwick. Oh, sure. Who doesn't know Edward Zwick? No. Who doesn't know Edward Zoewick? That guy's great. But I don't know. It's been a long time. Maybe it's like real cheesy at this point to watch this movie, but I don't know. No one seems to have watched it. No one watches it at all or talks about it. So glory. Okay. Yeah, that's fine with me. I'm fine with that. I'll uh, I'll go with the thing I said. Excellent. I don't don't even And then what about uh, Danny DeVito? DV? Yeah. Frank Reynolds? Is that just the answer? I mean, that could be the answer. You know what I think is the real answer? I think his performance in Austin Powers' Gold Member is probably his best. What about his direction in Matilda? He's that. I mean, that movie is great, and you hear some nice stories about like uh, what he did in that movie. He was he uh, he like adopted that girl because the girl's mom was like I don't know sick or something. You know, Danny DeVito seems like a nice guy. Matilda's a good show. He's good in Matilda. I think Goldmember. Remember when he pops up in Goldmember, Jarrett? That's all I remember about Goldmember. See, it was a lasting impression. Mm-hmm. I think a real answer would be Man on the Moon, but uh, yeah, he's good in that. He's good in that. Man, uh, he's re- he's pretty good in uh, Get Shorty. He is good in Get Shorty. Ooh, Throw Mama from the Train. That would really line up with the. Uh, some of my recent uh, uh, watches. Yeah, habits. it would. I uh, actually, <clears throat> he's also uh, uh, in the movie. I has a special place in my heart. La Confidential. Oh yeah, yeah, he's getting that. Yeah. Hey, throw throw Mama from the train is on Tubi. Ooh. It's with, almost like with, it's meant to be with ads. Yeah, with ads. Like it, like it. Yeah. yeah, never seen it. Never seen it. You never seen Throw Mama? Nope. I've seen it, but not for twenty years, probably. Watch it as like a little kid. So that's good stuff. Oh dear. 
feeling a bit nutty today. So what are your favorites from all that shelled goodness? I love me some cashews and recently had some barbecue flavored no shell pistachios that were money. Uh, I, gotta, I, I don't like mind the shells, mm-hmm. but I mean, like you gotta you gotta pick them out and stuff. But it's extra salt, right? What I like about them. But you're all about that salt, much like the movie we watched this week. Yes, I am. Yeah, just frog and salt, just a salt lick. In, yeah, in, but... in human flesh. Yes, I agree. I really like uh, salt, salt, but it makes my lips like fester. Like the salt, like gets through. Like, do you know what I mean? No. Have you ever heard someone use the word fester in casual conversation? I yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Not during like it was, a, it was uh, probably like, me. Though. It was probably oh, me. Okay. Festering. Festering Just wounds. Festering. Uncle un- Uncle Fester. Oh, he's one of the best. No, that's a uh, Christopher Lloyd dude. Um. My parents accidentally bought a bag of, is it blue ribbon that does nuts? Like big bags or like, mm-hmm. I, I think it is. Uh, yeah. It was like a spicy dill pickle almonds. For oh, sure. Uh, incredible. Yeah, They're, I mean, that sounds good. I, I like almonds. Yeah, super good. So that's your go-to nut? Yeah, sure. You know, I guess. honey roasted nuts are kind of underrated. They're actually. Pretty I, good. I I feel like they're pretty rated. I think I think everyone knows they're good. No, I think but, people think they're they're just like oh it's just honey roasted nuts whatever. But which is pretty, which really is good. good. I think the problem is that uh, nuts are too good, and so people nuts know p- people know that they have to stay away because yeah. uh, they are they're very high in fat. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I love nuts. I love nuts. That's sure. a that's an audio drop. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Um, I like all the salty nuts. I, lo- I love those. I love eating those, Jarrett. Salty nuts. Those are those are really good. So no complaints there. But you know what? I gotta say what my favorite nut is. Not you, you coconut. <laughs> um, chocolate covered almonds. Oh yeah. I will eat a, a pound if they're in front well, of me. Well, I will you, not you, stop so when them. when you see one of those like five kilogram bags at Costco that are resealable. You just take it and just. <laughs> Maybe not no, quite like, like eight or fan. nine days. I'll put sure. it down. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what the deal. Yeah. Or I had to, I had to stop buying them for a while because like I was eating them so much. Like I fucking love <laughs> chocolate covered almonds. They're the yeah. best. No, no Jordan almonds though. None of those. Just just chocolate. Right. Sure. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Nuts. Do one last nuts i love nuts terrific one last random question during my waiting to pee question last week i came to the realization that the butts and dumps talk has been tragically low lately no. so when it comes to the topic what movies come to mind i hope it will make you happy to hear that mr broderick falls in camel shit in deck the halls rj Thanks for the time, creeps. Yeah? Best from J Money Peterson. Uh, I've seen Deck the Halls. It's one of my um, higher rated reviews on uh, the Letterboxd. <laughs> oh, but uh, I I, I kind of missed it. What was his question? Um, m- movies about shit. Uh movies about shit. Ready to rumble. Has okay, but what 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 are like the like butts and dumps movies? What are the butts and dumps yeah. movies? What are the okay? What are the movies that come to mind when you think about butts and dumps? Um, 
like a lot of 90s movies like not heavyweights necessarily but that'd be one D- dumb and dumber would be a butts and dumps movie that's i sure. see i was gonna say that would be my like that's your uh, i think that's gotta be number one i think that's uh that's artisanal you know that's an artisanal dump that's yeah. for sure uh i know you haven't seen ready to rumble but there's a shit truck in ready to rumble and there's a lot of porter potty hijinks in that one so there's a lot of dumps in that in that bad boy in that truck in that truck the truck's truck like a, dumps like a truck 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 you know about that okay i got a dumps take here let's see how many i got in here i got terrifier take in there oh thunderpants yeah that movie about that's a pretty pretty significant butts and dumps movie uh there's the corpse pick butt boy that's also <laughs> another butts and dumps Ooh, greasy strangler yeah, you know uh, uh, street trash has got to be in there, right? Street trash has got, uh, yeah, that's a good butts and dumps one. Okay, so you know, I just I typed in to Google, so this is on my permanent record. Best oh. movies about poop. Uh, oh. the the first movie that comes up. Oh my God, Dumb and Dumber. Uh, yeah, it's 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 got to be the number one. Don't forget yeah. about butt crack. That movie is a pretty significant. Like that movie's all about butts, so butt crack is in there too. But yeah, Dumb and Dumber is definitely the the number one. Oh, there's a there's a website. It's called DudeProducts.com. Okay, they have that a it, good. it has a blog. This is only from a couple of years ago. Okay. It was uh, okay. number ten, Three Ninjas. Oh, there's yeah. Oh yeah, Three Ninjas has an amazing dump scene. Because mm-hmm. they put X lax in the pop, and then they all get diarrhea. It's it's awesome. Three Ninjas got a great dump scene. Uh, number nine, Problem Child Two. I'm I'm pretty sure I've seen that, but I can't remember. Uh, according to DudeProducts.com, unlike most sequels, Problem Child Two is like Godfather Two, arguably better than the original. Oh, okay. Okay. Would you sure. believe that Junior finds himself in trouble again? This time with the Tidy Bowl girl in the school bathroom. After calling a brief truce, Tidy Bowl inexplicably pulls an M80 and a lighter out of her pocket. From there, the explosive somehow travels through the plumbing, remaining lit the entire time, and comes out directly under the ass of Junior's hated new teacher, Mr. Thorne, who just so happens to need to take an emergency deuce. That, my dudes, is what you call movie magic. That's, That's pretty... It's pretty up there, man. It's pretty spectacular. Uh, number eight, Harold and Kumar. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, American Pie, number seven. Um, I kind of disagree. There's not a ton, like butts and dumps in American Pie. Uh, isn't it when Finch gets his mochaccino uh, yeah, doused just... with laxative? Yeah, but I honestly I wouldn't even put that in the top ten for butts and dumps. That's just like a scene in the movie. It's it's not. That is a scene. Uh, Austin Austin Powers. Uh oh, when he drinks the dump. You remember that one, hey? I don't. He he drinks it. He thinks it's coffee, and he says says this coffee tastes like shit. And then Basil goes, "It is shit." Mm -hmm. And Austin goes, "Oh, at least thank God it's not just me." About the line, don't force it, gonna blow your O-ring. Oh, yeah, okay. So wait, the the drinking the shit, that might be Austin Powers too. But yeah, uh, yeah that's that line you're thinking, that's from Tom Arnold. 
where Tom mm-hmm. Arnold thinks he Austin is taking a huge shit, but he's actually drowning that guy in the toilet. And then Tom right. Arnold sees the drowned body in the toilet, and he says, my God, man, what did you eat? Comedy. That's writing. <laughs> it's comedy. Caddyshack. Mm. Oh, the turd in the pool? The payday or, you know. Duty. The Code Brown. No. Christmas uh, Vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Bridesmaids. Taking a shit in the street. Um, How about Friday? Oh, uh, yeah. That's more just like a... It's it's that poop smells is the joke in that one more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's up there, and yeah, number one, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think that's more than fair. I, I think I mean the the whole punchline of it is just the uh, oh I hope you weren't using the toilet in there it's broken, and you get that sound drop of. Well, that's also what we call. Flush, damn you, flush. Uh, comedy gold. Comedy gold. Comedy gold. Well, there you go. Comedy gold. We're back, baby. Oh, we're back. And more than ever. All right. Uh, we got Rob Eagle. You uh, got Rob Eagle? You got Rob Eagle. Uh-oh. Creature features. Hello, creeps. To follow up on Oliver's question about who does the worst accents between your esteemed colleague or Lawrence Olivier... I've been watching the epic TV documentary, The World at War, narrated by Sir Lawrence. Ah, good old, good old World at War. Uh, Olivier does a good job, except for when he can't resist slipping into ham actor mode when saying the names of places and characters. Sir Larry's rendition of, uh, Jesus, the Russian director, Stalin... And Stalin? the Japanese em- director, dictator, Japanese emperor, Hirohito, et al. brings much needed hilarity to an otherwise rather serious situation. Movie news. Apparently, the Werewolf by Night director is planning to remake one of my favorite creature features, Them, from 1954. I really like that movie. It has a much better script than you'd expect from a flick about giant ants jingling around the uh, New Mexico desert. Remember them, RJ? I do. No. It's got big ants in it. Big ants. I, I know. I saw this too. I know it was announced. I'm gonna say I don't think this movie ever gets made. That's just a, a guess on my part, but I uh, I don't see it happening. It's just me. No. It's just me. That's your gut. Yeah, that's just my gut feeling, but I don't know. It'd be cool if it did, but I, I doubt it. I first saw it when I was a little kid. The trailer was on TV in the afternoon, and I was thrilled. However, despite my pleas, my parents decreed it was on too late, and I'd be too scared anyway. Mm. I had to deploy commando tactics to see it, sneaking into my uh, mom and dad's bedroom to watch it on their portable, with one ear cocked for sounds of movement from downstairs. I knew my older brother would have ratted me out in a heartbeat. One reason it's so good is the slow, suspenseful buildup. We don't see the ants till about a half hour in. Well, guys, the suspense got to me. Whether it was fear of the yet unseen ants or fear of discovery, I slunk off to my bed before the monster showed up. Next morning at school, my pals were all talking about how awesome it was and the epic battle in the sewers at the end. 
I didn't want to lie, or maybe I didn't want to admit I was forbidden to see it, so I had to glean what I could about the rest of the film without confessing the awful truth. Anyway, I hope they use practical monsters for the remake and not CGI. Oh, come on, Rob. You, don't be naive. Of course it's going to be CGI. I mean, it's like Rob didn't even watch Werewolf by Night. There was not a practical effect in, in the building in not that 40-minute short. Not to be seen. Not to be seen. They even CGI'd the blood, Rob. The blood. <laughs> have you boys seen them? Yes. I can't yes. believe you haven't, but we have. Yeah, we have. Uh, I must have a thing for creature features. Another favorite of mine is Lake Placid. Have you seen that? I, I have not. I'm more of a fan of Lake Placid. <laughs> <laughs> it got very bad reviews in the U.S. One star from Ebert, but was well-reviewed in England. Yeah, I think it would have been probably the... Um, the negative reviews stateside that would have made me go, I'm not going to watch this Blake Placid. No way, You'll Jose. You'll watch it one day, though, for a Creeptober, probably, right? I just, you know, I find I'm not a big fan of the crocodile movies. You're not a big you know? cro cro crocodile? Cro crocs and gators? No? Do you find them scary? Is that why you don't watch them? No. It's okay. No. You can admit no. it. No, I don't, it. I don't find them scary. You can admit it. I'm not gonna. Like, oh yeah, because I was I was wanting to confirm. So I'm like, wasn't this directed or written by someone? And I'm like, yeah, uh, David E. Kelly. Remember David E. Kelly? He did Lake Placid. Ally McBeal, the the practice, Boston uh, Legal, Chicago Hope, which one Picket was Fences, Doogie Howser, M.D., Big Little Lies. Why huh? is he writing crocodile movies if he's just uh, into like uh, Law and Order stuff? I don't you know. know. What I mean. He was uh, stretching his wings. It's directed by uh, Steve Miner, the man who brought us Friday the Thirteenth Parts Two and Three. And uh, those are good movies. Halloween H two O. Twenty years later. I don't know about that one. I no. Can't say for certain. Can't, too, can't say for sure. Can't say for sure. Halfway through, I turned to my pal watching Lake Placid and said, "I don't think I can take the suspense." In my defense, I must say that may have had something to do with what I was smoking at the time. Regards, R.O. Beagle. What do you think you're smoking? I don't know. Oh, there's a P.S. Uh, definitely looking forward to Cocaine Bear. Uh yeah, yeah. I watched uh, the preview without sound. It looked interesting. Ooh, <laughs> without know, sound. Uh, that's how I watch all my previews is without sound. You know that. I know nothing about this movie other than the title. Um, Do you want me to describe it to you? No. Okay, can I tell you one thing, though, about an actor who is in the movie, and I'll say nothing else? Uh, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. In his last role. His, uh, his last role, not by choice. Not by choice, yeah. Well, yeah. He's, well, he did. The Champix didn't work. You remember those commercials with Ray Liotta, the Champix commercials, to quit smoking? Uh, No, I don't. No? You should look it up one day. I mean, maybe the Champix did work. Just maybe it was all the smoking before he got Champix is what got him. Right. You know, I think it was called Champix. I don't know. He was in anti-smoking commercials is what I'm trying to say. Like a nerd. Good work if you can get it. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's cool. We got, got one any... more. Holy shit. Sam Sanchez. Oh. oh. No subject. He writes, Hello again, Jizlog. Um, okay. 
I hope RJ had a very special anniversary last Friday. Fittingly. Anniversary? Yeah. Anniversary of what? <laughs> I'm not sure. RJ. Do you, do you know? No. Okay, I have no idea what he's talking about. I'm not sure either. I'm, okay. I'm, missing, I'm missing something here. I don't know. Huh. Um, fittingly, that same day, Vince McMahon uh, decided to officially return back into the WWE fold, which I'm sure Jared is thrilled for. This morning, there was some news that WWE had officially been sold to the Saudis, though now in the recent hours, that news is uh, being reported to be false. The sad thing is that it very well sounds plausible. If that were to happen, how much longer do you think WWE would continue to be the number one sports entertainment company out there? Seems like it would be the beginning of the end, especially with the recent positivity I've been hearing out there. Also, if this news were true, I'm sure that would kill our boy Sammy's push. Not that he would even choose to stay at that point. So, RJ. Yeah. Yesterday, um, I was uh, telling somebody, giving them a lowdown about Vince, Vincent Kennedy McMahon uh, claiming his... I don't know his throne back. I guess of oh yeah, because uh, yep. he, he owns the company. Um, yeah, Steph stepped down today. She uh, yesterday. So mm-hmm. so last week there was like because he started talking about coming back a few weeks ago, and the board was like, uh, "No thanks, we'd prefer you not to do that." And then he, he went. Said, I, I, and he he said, "I don't care. I don't care. Take your preferred and shove it up your ass." And uh, yeah, no, he he muscled his way back in because he's got voting power. And mm-hmm. reinstated himself, but apparently to steward a sale of the company to the highest bidder. And um, so, yeah, so that's happening. Supposedly, he has nothing to do with the creative side of the show mm-hmm. or like the, like the actual program. But that's only a matter of time, I guess. But so, yeah, yesterday afternoon, Stephen McMahon it was announced that she had resigned from being co-CEO of the company. Kind of out of the blue saying everything was all uh, fine like a mere four days ago publicly. And uh, then Twitter became a, I don't know, just a sea of these people with check marks who are like, oh, wow, uh, big news imminent, blah, blah, blah. And like people are just like we're feeding into this. And then like some website said that, you know, Vince McMahon, or, uh, you know, WWE to be sold to Saudi Arabia and, like, their, like, financial arm, I guess, whatever that group's called, and that uh, Vince is to assume creative soon or something like that. Because so the idea, the speculation is that Vince McMahon would sell this to Saudi Arabia and then they would take it private and then he would just continue to be allowed to run everything still okay so if you can imagine uh a government a uh a monarch of a country Mm -hmm. saying hey vince mcmahon i'm gonna give you i don't know four or five billion dollars here you You go keep doing what you're doing and you get to keep doing what you want to do yeah and and probably draw a wage (laughs) on top of it or Mm -hmm. salary to keep doing it at 77 years old older years young young and um so of course people are like what the fuck because you know Mm -hmm. saudi arabia doesn't have one of the best reputations internationally but they're trying to change all that uh i I mean i kind of like was you know messaging 
people about this. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh boy. It's like, I don't watch the show at all. And it's kind of like, oh, this probably isn't good because I can just imagine that for a lot of people, this would be like a jumping off point. Like this would be like oh, the nice yeah. clean, this would be a nice clean, like, okay, I'm out. I mean, even though like, I don't know if people realize how much uh, of their day-to-day life uh, is graced with uh, uh, Saudi Arabian money. Banks. What have they done for me lately? <laughs> well, they, yeah, yeah, they're kind of uh, they exist in all little corners and pockets. But this is like a very direct move into essentially a monopoly, and they'd be like cornering that market. I mean, it isn't a monopoly. We now have AEW, which is owned by its own like billionaire family, but not off of wrestling purely. So, but it turned. Mm-hmm. But so far, uh, it's so it's that they it's not officially been sold to the to the. The, the Saudis, as uh, Sam says, well, Elon um, might want to get in on. That oh, I, I think. Well, there's always there's been tales that Elon's money to buy Twitter might have had a similar source. Oh, okay. Yeah, taking taking things private. So you should, you should mention that this is speculation from outside sources and not yeah, the this, this, the, 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 the whole... Oh, this is yeah, this is like Twitter stuff that you read yeah. people talk about online. This is not anything, yeah. but. I don't know. Who knows about anything? So, uh, yeah, pretty well, like, your, I'd say your reasonable news sources were, like, saying, yeah. It, but this is, okay, I'll get there. Uh, yeah. WWE has not been sold, because this is this is going to be, like, a long process. Like, you don't just, like, <laughs> it's not like somebody shows up with a suitcase full of money, and it's like, here's the here's the contracts. You own, you own the business. It has to, like, go through a lawyer. So the sale could just be one of those things where it's, like, it's in... There's an understanding, but you won't know that it's sold until the day it's done. And uh, the I was listening to one person talking about it. I think it was like Brian Alvarez uh, from a good old Bothell, Washington, that uh, he was like, you know, I've been around for the WCW sale. I've been around for the UFC sale. And it felt a lot like this. Well, there's a lot of denial, denial, denial. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then it, it did happen. But, you know, you don't say that until it's done. Yeah. So it makes I mean there's like so many things that make sense but also don't make any sense. I think the how the speed of which it came to uh doesn't make any sense, but I suspect that, you know, somebody wanted this out there <laughs> somewhere along the line that would have known if it was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Cuz what would we gain from just saying it's happening other than maybe to screw the deal up because they're like we think this is a really really bad idea. Like we could actually really hurt the the brand of uh of wwe forever with this move i mean i imagine that is what would would happen but uh, yes but i mean what 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 is what does vince McMahon care he's gonna he stands to make four billion dollars just like jack dorsey what does he care he just got well not him personally but you know what i mean uh do you think if uh do you think if wwe sells the saudis will show up to headquarters with sinks and they'll be like let that sink in you remember that? You remember when he did that? No. You don't. Did, do you not know about that? No, I, I, I'm gonna pretend I don't know. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I, I remember, yeah. but I don't. I don't remember. When are the Saudis gonna ask to buy into the Criterion <laughs> creeps? I don't know. Is what I want to know. We are a global brand with a wide reach. MBS. And I'll tell you this: whatever they're willing to pay for WWE, we would go for half of that. Yeah, definitely. 
we would go for half of that easily. And it's like, and you never do it ever. You never record another episode of it again. Okay. Yeah, just to put us off air. And I, I say I my my hands are tied. Yep. Yeah, and we'd be on the Discord and say, "Listen, fellas, we wish we could. We just it's the way it is. It's the way it is." Oh well. I'm an episode behind, so I'm not fully caught up on RJ's gaming adventures. Uh-oh. But it seems like he's tackling a lot of those big boy AAA games. Yes, I am. I've never played them before, so I'm. I've always heard about them for years and years and years, and I just I've never had a chance to play them. The Horizon games are a series I still haven't tried out yet, though I've purchased Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. I recently finished a game called The Quarry. It's from the makers of Until Dawn and uh, stars some pretty huge actors like Ariel Winter, Justice Smith, Lance Henriksen, David Arquette, Tim Robbins' son. (laughs) My favorite. I love Tim Robbins' son. Um, (laughs) It's Tim Robbins' son. Son. (laughs) Brenda Song, Grace Zabriskie, Lynn Shea, etc. Stacked. Honestly, uh... it's pretty fun. So I know about that game, that Until Dawn game he mentioned. That game's on sale all the time. It's like nine bucks. It's like a PS4 game. It's it's supposed to be like a horror movie. I think uh, Larry Fezenden is in it, and I think uh, uh, maybe maybe like Justin Long. Like so, like I mean, if this one has like Lin Shay, it's like those types of people. I might get that one day because I I've seen it pop up all the time for like nine bucks mm-hmm. for like a physical copy. But uh, I've, 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 I've heard. Our, uh, this is a wrestling scoop. Uh, so, someone just messaged me. Uh, AEW a guy has a sign in the crowd. Uh, it says, "Saudi ain't Usi." What does that mean? Um, you know, so that's like um, I think Roman Reigns's thing, or it's like the Usos. Usi. Yeah. Uh. Okay. I, I think the idea is that uh, I don't know if those uh. Roman Reigns and his family would be like down with the, this deal or something like that. I don't know. People think that I think people think wrestlers have some like higher moral core. Well, they do. They absolutely do. I but mean, they're they're, they're carnival people. These are people who yeah. are like entertainers. I mean, whatever. Like uh, the amount of money that Undertaker got paid to wrestle in Saudi Arabia for like like to do you know twenty minutes of work tops. Uh, he has to he has to take like a weekend out, flies out, gets flown back in a private jet, and he probably makes mil- like you know several million dollars. I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like I don't know. Like what is he gonna do? It's like that's what these guys are like live for. They're like, oh, that's like the easiest money I've ever made in my entire life. If someone would I'm, fly I'm... us out somewhere to do a live episode of the pod, and if they gave us even half of what the Undertaker made, I would probably take it. Yeah, you hear that? <laughs> But no hey, less than that. hey, autocrats, <laughs> bring us, bring, bring, ship us in. Send us to whatever place you well, are. I don't know. We'll record live. The, the other thing that I don't know if people, for, or they might have forgot about, uh, but people on Twitter, of course, have long memories, uh, yeah. or they like, or they repeat the same joke over and over and over again, is the that time that uh, negotiations between, uh, I don't know, the royal family and WWE while in Saudi Arabia when they were doing one of these shows, uh, resulted in the plane being, like, not allowed to leave, and it was filled with the 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 superstars waiting to go back home. 
but there was a disagreement about payment and Vince McMahon like ended the show abruptly and mm. <laughs> they're like we're not going to let you go and of course Vince had already like left <laughs> and so, said, down, you... so maybe they were going to stay forever <laughs> it's like you, oh you come back you finish yeah. show yeah and then you just have you know the uh, you know uh, the shit with uh, Syria and like the fact that you know Sami Zayn Syria and he's like I don't really want to go there Mm-hmm. Did he have to go? No, I don't think. I, I suspect he's never been there at this point. Uh, maybe that's changed. I haven't paid attention for a while. And you know, also the uh, murder journalists and fun stuff like that. That's cool. Murdered? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So people. yeah, people. And people get Good. murdered every day. You know. Yeah, every day they get hacked up in embassies. True. Yeah, yeah. True. that happens. Fuck it, fuck. Um. Anyway, where are we at? Uh, it's emails. Honestly, it's pretty fun. So this is Sam talking about, I guess, uh, until the dawn. Query. Uh, it's more uh, until dawn. Uh, it's more of a movie than a game. And it's yeah. essentially a dumb teenage horror movie at a summer camp where decisions matter and which characters survive and which and which don't. Seems like a fun game to play with someone else in the room. The story itself is pretty standard fa- fair, but it's a good one of those types of games. There you go. I praise. I praise. The one I'm currently playing is Nobody Saves the World, developed by a Canadian company that also made uh, Guacamelee, which oh, yeah. was yeah, great. Yeah. I've never played Diablo, but I've uh, heard it described as Diablo. If it let you switch uh, classes whenever you want for strategic purposes and far more cartoony looking. Uh, from the games I've played from 2022, this is up there uh, for me among the better ones. I did like uh, Stray 2, but having more fun with Nobody Saves the World. Already, boys, bye bye. So he likes Stray 2. All right. All right. I'll add this Nobody Saves the World to my list. It nobody. I, I gotta say the artwork uh, he posted. I think the cover art for that in the feed. I don't know if, if it looks like that exactly, but very unappealing to me. Real? Oh, I see it. Yeah, no, that's like a style right now. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Yeah, uh, it's on uh Switch and PlayStation. So, uh, Sam doesn't even have to give me his friend or his kids Switch, uh, ID. He just gotta give me his kids PlayStation ID, whichever mm-hmm. one he. Is more easily accessible. Uh, screen. Yeah, it's it's pretty similar to the cover quit, art. Quit talking about accessing children, RJ. Uh, are are, are oh, you no. gonna are you, are you gonna play Home Alone for the Game Boy? Uh, I think I have. To be honest, yeah, I, I might I might own that game. Um, I'd have to go check. But uh, yeah, they killed that dude. They killed <laughs> well, that dude for sure. They they, they killed Kevin. Yeah, I have Home Alone either on Game Boy or NES, and I think it's probably similar, I would say. I can't remember, though. I got one of them. Okay. I got one of them for sure. But, yeah. Well, that's it Sam for emails. Sanchez. That's it what for Sam Sanchez. Emails? No comment. What, what you been watching this week, RJ? Holy shit. Do you have any creeps? Uh, No, uh, other than uh, I finished season two of star trek and and just a couple now into season three Mm -hmm. which also includes uh the first episode of uh season three do you recall which one that is uh no remind me spock's brain Ooh, man 
Original series is so good. That is not a good episode. <laughs> yeah, I know, but even the bad episodes, I know it's like still, it like... starts off like I'm like I don't have a problem with this issue, but it's like it's such a bad episode. Yeah. It's, uh, then uh, the next one after that's like pretty cool. It, eh, no, it also kind of because the whole thing was like the show was going to get canceled, and then they brought it back, and then we got season three, which has the most of the worst. Like, actually, has all the bad episodes, save like a couple mm. earlier on, but. Yeah, it's uh rough, but uh, the enterprise the enterprise incident is the one where uh, uh Kirk's pretending to be going crazy, and then they just like veer off into the neutral zone, and then some Romulan ships show up, and they think, "Oh, we're going to take you in," and then like Kirk, uh, Spock pretends to turn. It's very convoluted. He pretends to turn on Kirk and give him the Vulcan death pinch, mm-hmm. killing Kirk, but it only paralyzes him, and then they teleport him out and. Then they give him plastic surgery, so he looks like a a Romulan. It's because they want to oh, steal the clo- stuff. and then they want to steal the cloaking device. It's classic Star Trek, it's which classic. doesn't like go anywhere. Oh, it's yeah, but cloaking Kirk... devices aren't allowed within the Federation. I know. We all know this. We all know this. But what about uh, William Shatner sideburns? This is the era of his oh, sideburns. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love. It. I love that he had wacky sideburns, and I just. Star Trek sideburns have always been like a like a spectacle, like those Dagger sideburns that they everyone had for a long time for no reason. Just, no reason. Just pointed sideburns for some reason, and it's just like, okay. We well, didn't. He didn't want to shave them in his day to day life. Yeah, I know, but like, why were they pointed? Hmm. You know. So, um, but yeah, season two, uh, a piece of the action, Gangster Planet. Oh yeah, that that one's really good. That episode's fantastic. What's again? Um... How how great uh, they do comedy sometimes. Oh, it's super good. Uh, have you hit the, what is it, the Th- Tholonian web? No, nope. uh... that's uh, later in three. Okay, that episode, I, I remember that episode is, I thought was super good. It's got the really cool spacesuit. Um, right. And, uh, like, I just thought it was a cool episode, too. Um, I, uh, like I said, I haven't, that's, that's like the only one I know what its actual name is. That and the um, City on the Edge. Other than that, I don't know the names. Uh, the Immunity Syndrome is a good episode. That's the one where they're uh, up against the giant space amoeba. Oh, yeah, that, that one's good. Well, that's the, the episode, too, where the uh, the McCoy nod, Kirk nod, where they go, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. The that's where it comes from. The, the, yeah. the great, yeah, the great gif. The great gif, Jared no. said. Quote, yeah. The hard g. G. g-, g- I like jiffy okay. peanut butter. Um. Yeah. Private Little War. That's the one that's got the what's it called the Matongo, whatever it is. The the, the little Matongo. Whatever, I think that's whatever the fuck that is. That weird little like ape white ape thing with a tail and horns. Oh, Magato, yeah. Magato, Magato, Magato. Yeah. See, and that's a, like I know what you're saying. Sometimes the original series episodes that are like or like some of the rough ones are rough, but like I, I like Magato. Uh, oh, season season two, ah, there's some episodes, but uh, Return to Tomorrow is one of my. Oh, nope, that's not even the episode because they, the titles return, they return blur. To oh no, uh, Re- Return to Tomorrow. So that's the one that uh, I posted on the Discord. It's got the oh RJ, RJ disappeared, but Discord lets me know with a little ding. But will it let me know when he's back? And he's back. Yeah, I'm back here now. I did a song. I sing a song. You missed it. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, 
Return to Tomorrow is an episode uh, that also stars uh, the actor who played, um, oh God, <laughs> uh, Dr. Pulaski from Next Gen. Oh, yep, but she's like super that. young. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't, I, I just don't know if I remember anyone ever mentioning that other than like, oh yeah, she played a like, minor character in an early episode. I don't, if anyone's ever said it, I don't remember. So that was a surprise. This episode's very awkward, but it also has lots of smiling Leonard Nimoy because uh, there's like an you know an alien mind that's taking him over, but he's like a real like plotting sinister asshole. He's like, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> but it also has the uh, the very pleasant sentient like you know omniscient being who's like he's actually he's like what, Sargon, I think is the name. And he's like he's actually a good guy. He's very honest, but it's like one of the other ones that's uh that's a baddie. Sargon's pretty cool, but do you in that episode do you remember the character um Ligma? I have my favorite. Oh, okay. All right. And then and then it's Patterns of Force, Nazi Planet. That episode's not oh. very good. Man, Star Trek loves doing Nazi planets, eh? They do. Enterprise For the... brought it back. Yeah, this episode's just not great. Um, by any other name is an episode that I was about to think was our private little war. So by any other name, though, that episode's uh, really cool. It's I don't know why. It's another episode where they're, the, the, the ship is being held by a superior alien race that's better in every way, but it's all because they have a, like a little control box on their waist that can just mm-hmm. freeze people. Uh, but it's not like the one thing I really remember as a kid is... Uh, Kirk's like you know trying to escape, and they're like, "If you try to escape, we're gonna we're gonna make you pay." And then he takes two red shirts, um, a man and a woman, puts them off to the side, and he turns them to like you know dust cubes. And he takes one, he takes them both in his hands, and he crushes one in front of Kirk, and he put he throws the other one to the ground and rehydrates it, and the man pops up, and it's like, "Damn, that's hardcore." We just saw a mur- we, we we just saw a murder. Um, but then, of course, they have to like. Oh, so these guys are like, we're going to take the Enterprise all the way back to the Andromeda Galaxy and bring back our entire race and enslave the Federation because that's what we believe in. But then uh, Kirk and the rest of the crew, they have to like start. Uh, I think they cubify everybody or like he drawn them, and then uh, it's like Kirk, Scott, the essential members. They have to uh, teach them humanity to teach them that they're the error of their ways. And it's like Kirk's on sex duty. <laughs> which is not exactly but it it's just it's hilarious because he's just like he's doing the little the william shatner smile he's like oh hi foxy lady i'll, I'll be here to seduce you tonight mm-hmm. and then uh scotty's on drinking duty when is he not and uh mccoy is giving uh drugs to a man without his consent like mccoy would do and and spock is playing mind games like uh, feeding into this humanoid's uh, uh, unknowing urge for being jealous, because he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna play you, player," and they, and they win. They, they win eventually. Good episode. Is everyone, ha- is everyone happy at the end? Yeah, everyone's happy in the end, except for the, the, the dead people. Omega Glory is an episode uh, that is really stupid, <laughs> really dumb. So anyway, uh, they. It's another one of those like evil Starfleet captain episodes where they go somewhere to an abandoned ship. Uh, they bring them aboard. They don't realize there's a deadly virus on there, and everyone's turned to dust. Which is yet yet another weird crossover of ideas 
from Batman the movie, where you have like dust people as well as Commodores in like original Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about the sixties. It was just uh, what they were into at the time. You know? It's the yeah, it was the the zeitgeist. It was the nineties of the sixties, um, you know. So they think they have to beam down to this planet where it's there's the cones, which are all like Asian people, and then there's the Yangs. Are all big white guys, and then it like it turns out by the end that this is like a parallel Earth after a post-apocalypse. They literally have an American flag, and they even have like an American constitution. It makes no sense. This episode was written by Gene Roddenberry as well. Uh, yeah. No, no excuse. This episode, it's just like I have no idea what it's about. There's like I like the idea of like a a captain going like real crazy and greedy and talking about like yeah we can t- we can take this money and we can make a cure for everything we can sell it that's <laughs> like mm-hmm. oh they, they don't have enough uh greedy uh starfleet people so yeah. Not that, yet. Was, that was neat uh the one episode that's pretty cool is the ultimate computer uh, that's where, that, um, that like that's where games? that's the episode and kind of there is war games in it that's the episode with uh blackula yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I, yeah. That one was fun. Yeah, William Marshall's uh, Dr. Daystrom. Yeah, that's a good yeah. episode. Yeah. There's good ones in there. Bread and Circuses is uh, modern-day Rome and, you know, gladiatorial battles. That episode's mm-hmm. pretty cheeseball. When they're like, oh, we worship the sun. And then you hear this thing at the end, the sun, the son of God. And then we, and then we all look, we look at the camera. And then you, everyone kind of puts their hands together and um, praise him. Finally, I'll just mention, of course, Assignment Earth, which I don't know if you remember that episode about Gary Seven. It is the obviously repurposed TV pilot episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With the cat Isis. The cat's cute. The cat's cool. That, that, that's, that's where the gif comes from of Spock with the kitty. Yeah, that is good. Well, I mean, I, I feel like Vulcans and cats is logical. Sure. Makes sense to me. Yeah, I don't know why they haven't built on that more. If if when that when we get our Star Trek show, yeah. it's going to be nothing but war crimes and torture. The Vulcans are going to be big cat people. Well, yeah. Well, you only you only you save up the war crimes and torture episodes for later. Oh, uh, well, I'm I'm getting a taste of that in a a different form, which I'll oh, talk about. Oh shit! Ooh, so mm-hmm. Folian Web is episode nine of season three. That episode's wicked, dude. I this space. Well, uh, I think it's because it might be one of the like last few good episodes of the series. That might be it, but I just remember thinking the space spacesuits were wicked, and uh, I just thought it was a cool episode in general. But yeah, that was the only one I remembered what the name was. I was like, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. That's that's been my uh, Star Trek rewatch, uh, long overdue, and seeing episodes I might never have even seen. Yeah, that's cool. But I think it's going to be pretty tough to top Space Seed. Space Seed is real good. Yeah. Space Seed's good. Are you yeah, going to watch that, the animated yeah. series next? Yeah, I will. I, I'm, I'll watch, I'm going to watch it because I've never seen it. So my, my, this is the time it's... to do it. And I'll probably have to rewatch the original movies, which, yeah. again, I haven't. I don't know if I've seen six very many times. Like... Those movies, we've I've talked about them on here, but those movies are wicked. Animated series is pretty good. Like, it, it rolls. TOS rolls right into the animated series and then the only thing about animated series which is bad is um not bad but like that episode about Spock and his dog 
is so dark and depressing you're gonna be like who is this for it's not <laughs> for, for kids i can it's, tell you it's that no much. it's it's for the kids you got you have to keep not. it real even adults don't like that man like it is so dark like i remember watching it and i was like oh my god i was like this doesn't make <laughs> me feel good so I'll, uh, I'll see what you are like when you get there but yeah that animated series is worth watching it's not big either it's like 10 episodes or something it's not like a Huge we'll, we'll see if my uh, feelings toward motion picture are better now. Mm, it's it's good because it's boring, <laughs> right? Yeah. Some of TOS is boring, Jarrett. You see? Well, I don't know how I would feel about the show if I was watching it with my full attention span. Because there's times, right? Mm-hmm. I turn over, I go, "How much is left in this episode?" And it's like, it's like forty. Thir- minutes. Yeah, thirty minutes. I'm like, it's almost over, right? It's like, nope. Still going, so I it's know. been perf. It's been perfect background viewing though, because yeah. like when I hear it, I get I get all of it, and a lot it, mm-hmm. they say it, there's not a lot like on the screen, and they're not saying anything. Yeah, I know what you mean. But, I do. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll get back to it one day. One day. Yeah. All right. Anyways, so, so what, what about you then, RJ? Jared, do you know about Billy Crystal? Yeah. Yeah. He did you watch like old Oscar shows from like no. the nineties? Well, the old nineties, yeah. You know when the greatest uh, de- uh like age of movies was the best year ever allegedly the, when the Matrix came out. Nineteen ninety nine. And you know what came out in nineteen ninety nine? Analyze this. <laughs> you you remember what else came out in nineteen ninety nine? The Sopranos. Which is interesting, because I was trying to look yes. up what came out first. And I'm sure that there's been big, like... There's dissertations. Big, yeah, philosophical things about what what came out first. Analyze that or The Sopranos, and where did the ideas come from, and, and all of that. But uh, have you seen Analyze This? Analyze Yeah, that? I uh, saw that in theater. Okay. So I don't know what it was. It was Well, it's because we watched Grumpy Old Men last, like, a week ago or something. We're like... Uh, I think I said to Andy, I was like, I was like, you ever seen these? She's like, yeah, like 20 years ago or something. I was like, all right, yeah. all right, cool. I was like, I'm gonna throw this shit on. So we watched Analyze This and Analyze That, and uh, um, they're good. They still hold up pretty good. Like, uh, there's a lot of jokes that uh, I was actually kind of giggling at. I was like, I was like, that's a good joke. I was like, that's really funny. Um, there is some aging in this, <laughs> in terms of uh, some of it doesn't quite age super well. You know what I mean, Jer? Mm-hmm. A little problematic at times, potentially. Uh, but uh, I don't know. If you watch these movies when they came out and you enjoyed them, I watched them when I was like a kid, so I liked them then. And uh, there, there's some jokes oh. I thought were still funny, but uh, uh, yeah, some some of it's a little bit like. I remember I was I was pretty picky about comedies even by like high school, and uh, analyzed this I thought was pretty good. It's. Then. It's it actually has some some pretty killer jokes and like their chemistry together is is pretty good like really subtle stuff like when they first meet Robert De Niro's like I'm gonna be back here all the time I really like you and then he's kind of walking away and like really softly Billy Crystal's like don't please mm-hmm. and then like they kind of move on it's not supposed to be like a big joke but like stuff like that I thought was really funny. Um, I don't know there's a lot of good little subtle jokes I think analyze this is probably better than analyze oh, i don't know they're they're it's you got to watch them together it's it's one big thing i guess but uh 
Yeah, some of the jokes are a little bit tight nowadays. When you watch them, you go, eh. They drop a lot of hard Fs and a lot of hard Rs. You know what I mean, Jer? I, I, <laughs> that, this, that's, I get that, uh, that R rating. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. But uh, there's good stuff in there. Some of it, uh, some of it is just like '90s stuff you watch and you're like, eh. You're like, nobody cares about that anymore. So like, the situational comedy isn't a big deal anymore. And you're like, you're like, nobody cares about this anymore. It's not a big deal. So, anyways, so we watched those and they were good. And then uh, we watched City Slickers. Did, you know well, about, what if, well, wait. Why did you only watch one? Andy needed a break. City Slickers is a, a bit of an intense movie. <laughs> When's the last time you watched this movie? Uh, hmm. It's a good question. Because, I, I mean, I do have Curly's Gold locked and loaded, but uh, City Slickers... I don't know. It's, like, early 90s. Okay, I... so this is one of my uh, grandparents' movies. This is, like, one of the movies they had on VHS that uh, we watched a lot. They thought it was funny because they were farmers, and then it's, like... Yeah. This movie's a great idea because it, it it appeals to farmers who like to see city folk doing things that they don't understand. But then it appeals to city folk like Billy Hence Crystal. Hence the title. Yeah, City Slickers. I like to say it with an S instead of an E-R. City Slickers. Well, um, how can I someone though ask, though, how does City Slickers compare to Tremors? Tremors is an all-time banger. There you uh, go. Yeah, City Slickers isn't. isn't how? Banger. How did? Holy shit. I just discovered a movie here that I had not uh, logged as watched that I have 100% watched, directed by Ron Underwood. (gasps) What is that? I totally forgot about this thing. Is it City Slickers 2? No. The Mouse and the Motorcycle. Oh, yeah, that movie is wicked. Yeah, I just just clicked watched on it because I've fucking seen this. You're not thinking of Biker Mice from Mars, right? I am not. Okay is way cuter cuter i'm pretty sure oh i've seen God. that too it's only like 40 minutes long the mice uh, mouse on the motorcycle oh it's on youtube oh yeah yeah i've seen that too but you got to remember ron underwood also did pluto nash jarrett <laughs> and in the mix starring usher he's got a sequel to mouse in the motorcycle called runway ralph have you seen that uh Maybe. Maybe no, yeah, that's the sequel. Yeah. I ah, did I see it? I, I'd have to I would have to see if I it was probably watching it now would mm. be like so I don't I can't see it for sure. But I, de- I definitely, definitely remember watching the most of the motorcycle and like the ads for it. I, I remember that too. Yeah. Oh so what you're God, saying is you're a big so Ron Underwood guy. Uh, plus, the mouse and the motorcycle poster on Letterbox is much more appealing than the Runaway Ralph poster. Yes, it is. The Runaway Ralph doesn't leave much to uh, much. To what do you desire. think? What, what do you think about Santa Baby from 2006, starring Jenna McCarthy or Jenny McCarthy Wahlberg? What what what's to say that hasn't it's, been said already? Well, and it's got George Went in it too. Well, George Went is great. I love George Went. Oh, there's like a there's a Santa Baby two. Of course there is. With uh, people, Paul Servino. Well, yeah. Where else are you gonna get Paul Servino? You know what I mean. Dude's been around forever. What is this um, movie? Which oh one? man, uh, Hearts and Souls with Ron uh, Robert Downey Jr. 
Mm-hmm. And Charles Grodin. Where are you seeing Hearts and Souls now? This is under I'm Ron in... Underwood. Tom Sizemore? Oh, Elizabeth Shue? Bill Calvert? You better watch this tonight, Jarrett. No, I'm good. What's this about? Uh, I, I kind of vaguely remember this. The story of four souls who needed a body and one guy who needed some soul. A businessman is reunited with the four lost souls who were his guardian angels during childhood. We went through four guardian angels? Mm-hmm. All with a particular purpose to joining the afterlife. Do they got to save uh, RDJ? Mm-hmm. Corey Nolder has it as viewed. There Watched. you go. So can't be bad uh yeah man damn and of course there's mighty joe young 98 hmm. baby interesting and and we called deck the halls that that has scotty thompson in it but not the and, matthew broderick deck the halls and david selby oh he's good too no. so yeah you haven't seen city slickers in a long time hey not for a long time neither have i it's still good but it is uh it's a little rough around the edges there is uh some fragrant animal endangerment in this bad boy. A lot of horse violence, a lot of cow violence. Um, it gets a little hairy at the end when the calf Norman, the little baby cow, is uh, getting ramp like flooded down the river, and it's uh, actually happening. And you go, "Oh dear, <laughs> oh dear." I know uh, what though. Bruno Kirby signed off on it. <laughs> Bruno Kirby did sign off on it. He's a he's a standout in this. I know, uh, like he's great. Daniel Stern is great. Billy Billy Crystal is fine. Um, he's in a really good episode of uh, Homicide: Life on the Street. Bruno, Bruno, Bruno Kirby? Kirby, yeah, yeah, he's good. I like when he him. back when he was around doing stuff. Yeah, well, he he was uh he was he was popular for a while, but um, he had you know, a moment. City, City Slickers is good, but uh, it uh, he was he was the thinking man's Joe Piscopo. Well, some some have said, some have said. That's a that is an expression. I boy, I hate the thinking man. Yeah, the thinking man's blank man. People who say that, mm-hmm. not good, not good people. Not good. I can't agree. I can't agree. Some people have said the creeps is the thinking man's Criterion Collection. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, City Slickers. It's a doesn't quite capture the magic but it's so it's not so is it more is it more slickers or stinkers the stinker it's just uh it uh we we came off of the high of analyze this and grumpy old men grumpy old men i think is the uh has been the the peak so we started we started up top and we've slowly kind of been declining which is unfortunate when when are you and andrew going to rewatch little rascals that's a summer flick for sure Mm-hmm. Got to watch that in the summer. We could warm. You could warm things up now. I mean, that's possible. That's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll make you think. It'll make you long and look forward to those summer days. That's true. That's true. I mean, Little Rascals is wicked. I do love. I do like that movie quite a bit. I might want to watch Richie Rich with uh, Macaulay Culkin. Okay, you could. Do, well, you, there you go. Do uh, do do some nineties kids movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's the all timers, you know, Sandlot and heavyweights, but uh, you got to be in the right, uh, oh, Dennis the, the Menace, right mindset for that. Dennis, well, we watched Dennis the Menace like a year or two ago. You can watch it again. So that one's pretty fresh. Yeah, math it's got, Owl. It's got the Math Owl in it. That movie's incredible. You can watch Incredible. Um, watch Milk Money. That's what kids in the 90s were watching. Sure, sure. I'll throw that on too. No problem. Yeah. yeah. No problem. 
Uh, so anyways, that's what I was watching. But then, uh, so I'm I, I'm playing The Last of Us, and I'm I'm really close. I have like an hour or two left of the the full game, and then the copy I have because I have the PS5 one. It has like the add-on that they added, like um the DLC or something, and that's apparently another two hours. So I'll be done before I don't know next week for sure. So that's why I, that's why I wanted to see what I should play next. Okay. Because I could roll right into The Last of Us too, but that game's supposed to be really long, so I don't mm. know if I want to. Well, um, so I, far, I, I checked, and yeah. I'm not, I'm, I don't own that game. I That's can't play it. Tough, tough shit. Well, if someone it's... buys it for me, I'll play it tomorrow. <laughs> what? How much does it cost? Twenty nine dollars. Oh my god. Well, I bought, I bought the other games. Buy this one too. Hey, look, the fans demand it. I know, but it go, but I know it goes on sale for it's half being, off. Doesn't do, do they give a crap? No, that's well, yeah, but they're not paying for it. Yeah, they didn't pay for any of these games. Well, exactly. So why do they? What does that matter? I don't know. You're, we'll you're, see. Well, I mean, the poll's you're, not you're, done. The poll's not done. There's only there's only like four or five people who voted. There's like sixteen people in this Discord, so we got time. We got time. Uh huh. Actually, time. there's uh at least more than that gotta be we got 20 uh nine no we got 900 oh yeah nine thousand in the discord nine thousand because we're so uh, we're so fabulously successful well yeah of course naturally um but yeah i'm playing it you you never played this game right no no so you know the show comes out this sunday right uh sure and i know that what one of these uh letterbox movie film critic chuds was talking about how they knocked it out of the ballpark. So I don't know what that means. Well, I heard, I heard that not, it um, must mean it's good, right? Well, I heard one of the background actors was so incredible that it really kind of, it broke the curse of these video game shows. Like I, I don't know what it is, but apparently there is there's an EMT in this in this TV show that comes out on Sunday, and they were so kind of groundbreaking in their performance that yeah. uh, they really kind of turned the show around. Really? Yeah. Are you gonna be watching? Nope. Jerry, you don't want to see. Oh wait, you you'll don't want to see the climb. I'm thing. sure. I'm, I'm sure you'll send me a screenshot. Uh, if it happens, I'll be watching. But I, but it, we'll be watching live, so I can't pause it. So I, I can't play it again until Monday. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm just saying. I, I heard he was smoking hot, and uh, it was just like groundbreaking. But anyways, I'm playing that game. You've never played it. Um, I get it. I get why it's so popular. It is. Um, it's very good. The story is very good. It does have lots of different kind of gameplays, but I, I won't say like I'm not gonna like totally be one of those thirst boys for it because um, it's not thirst it's not boys. The thirst boys. This isn't uh, Sarah Silverman on Star Trek Voyager. Oh no, uh, you guys got way out of hand with that. Way out of hand. Um, yeah, there it's not perfect. There is some repetitiveness to it, uh, like because you do they do ch change it up where you're either fighting infected or people, but like it's it's very similar and you kind of do the same kind of things a lot where you stealth, you fight someone and then you scavenge and then you stealth and then you fight someone and then you scavenge. So it is kind of repetitive, but the the story is very good. So <laughs> you do you you know what I mean, Jared? <laughs> Description. Uh, yeah, stealth. that yeah, that is repetitive. <laughs> you stealth and then you fight somebody and then you scavenge and that is 
more or less what you do. There's ways around it. Like, they're like, you can just stealth around people, but sometimes it's fucking impossible. Like, you'll be in a room, and there'll be, like, 60 people there. And it's like, you can choose to stealth around these people. And it's like, you can't. It's like, there's literally no way you could do that. It's like, I, mu- I have to fight them. So then you do it. And then uh, the one thing that is good is, like, uh, it is really good with its kind of, like, resources. So, like, um, what I mean by that is, like, your supplies. So uh, every every kind of bullet counts because you don't come up upon supplies very often. So uh, you do have to be careful with it. But uh, it is, uh, I will say, the perfect amount of, um, uh, like, you remember how I was saying, like, the Horizon game was too much of uh the crafting stuff where it's like you have the all these resources and it's like constantly making things and there's so many options and it was way too much for me this one's kind of the perfect amount where it's like you have like five things and it's like you can just improve them and then kind of build upon them and i was like that's perfect i was like i don't need anything more than that so i'm almost done here and it looks like right now the game that is in lead is a game that i own currently things are going great Things are going great. Let's uh, let's stack the dice a little bit here, a little bit more into one side, just to be careful. And things are great. Things are going great. You know what I mean, Jarrett? Uh-huh. You know what I mean, Jarrett? Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I see you moved your vote. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> I see. But I, your I'm vote, trying... and, but your vote also doesn't matter. Well, that's uh, that's just like your opinion, man. No. Oh, and also, should I? I sent you a picture of it. Should should we tell people what I've what I've been watching? Oh, I can't talk dear. about it tonight. Okay, that's a, no, that's a whole a, other ball. That's a, no, that's yeah. No, that's and I'm a whole not I'm not thing. done yet either. No, uh, should we? Well, should well, I put well, well, what, a picture well, of what I am watching? Um, I mean, you could announce it too. But I mean, it doesn't okay. matter because the only people who have access to it are patrons who are definitely on Discord already. Should I put it in the what I'm watching, or should I put it in it's the dedicated channel that you created for this franchise? Oh, the only one that has a, its own channel. Yeah. Uh, no, I'd put it on the what I am watching. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll put the same picture that I sent you, and we'll see we'll see how excited people are because I know everyone. You're watching Harold Ramis. Uh, I was watching Harold Ramis. Uh, I know everyone has really been looking forward to new Trek, N-U Trek. And I'm Jared, I'm doing it, and I'm about and, and? How no many comments. episodes? How many episodes in? Uh, I'm 10 episodes into season one. There's 15 episodes in season one. That's not okay. I mean, that's like encouraging that you've watched 10 episodes already, right? Well, I'm doing it regardless of my what i feel about the show okay well you know when when did you start uh, uh a full seven days ago okay that's okay so there was a night though like uh i can't remember what it was like friday or saturday or something uh andrea went to bed like really early she was like tired she went to bed at like i don't know eight o'clock or something so i think i played i gamed for like two hours and then i watched like three or four hours of star trek okay just because it was like it was the weekend and like i had nothing else to do so i did like three or four episodes in like a single night so i kind of got a head start but mm-hmm. season one's 15 episodes and then i've noticed that season two three and four have lower and lower episode runs with each season 
with a so diminishing think, budget. Yeah, I think season four is down to ten or something like that. Not bad. I think season two is like twelve, and then I think season See, three is also twelve, and then yeah, season that, four is ten. That's one of the things about uh, old uh, Star Trek is those uh, the, the original series. Not only are the episodes longer, there are like twenty nine episode seasons. Yes, they are for the first two. Yeah, they're they're Would long you... boys. So I know you're close to getting done original series. Do you want to wait yep. to hear what I say about Discovery, or would no. you actually try? Just tell me. Yeah, you just tell me. The first five episodes were fucking painful. Well, hey, I have watched. Painful. I have watched the first episode and change when it, when it broadcast because yeah. I was because I was you're I was curious. Blown, I was curious, and then I went no. So this, I, this uh, is this is this isn't good at all. I'm in, I don't. I'm in a. It, yeah, it's just like it just it just feels like a, a different show. Like then, I'm in track. a I'm in a better spot now where there's things that I'm starting to like about it. But the first five episodes, I was like, this sucks. Like I was kind of like I I actually get it now. Like how because it it gets panned universally in like ratings and stuff like that. I remember last season four there was an episode that had like a two out of ten, like on. Like uh, all the things or something like, like that. On, like on IMDb? Something like that, yeah. That's yeah. real bad. But I mean, the only people who use this stuff, but I mean, if you're watching it, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, we have, it's not like we have different tastes on Star Trek. So it's like, no. if you're like, oh, it's like this, I'm not looking forward to it. I think what it is is, and I'll talk about this when I get there, but it is, um, it's so ham fisted. It's like in your face with what it's trying to say. You're just like, I get it enough. You're like all these old Star Treks were like so much better at like weaving these like ideas and themes into it. Where this one, it just says it like at you. It's like this is what we're doing this episode. Do you get it? Do you get it? And it like it's just yelling at you the whole time, and you're like, fuck, relax. Um, and what I would describe it as is Voyager meets Enterprise. And oh boy, I, I really like Enterprise. I'm yeah. very vocal about that, but. Uh, Nah, uh, th that's what the show is. It's Voyager meets Enterprise. Okay. So, uh, yeah, once I get done season one, you and me can plan for when I talk about it because that'll be uh, yeah. that could be its own own bag, baby. That'll be its own thing. Yeah. Exclusive. Exclusive content. Yeah, wow. I'll, I'll post some more screenshots in here. Yeah, that's like well, that's what Trek talks for. Yeah, I'll put them in Trek now, but okay. I, I did have the one in there. So anyways, that's it. And then, uh, other than what, that, what, watched, what, 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 what do you think movies. about these Klingons? Look at these Klingons. My goodness. They suck. They <laughs> suck so bad. And like, I'll talk about this when we get there, but like, they're not Klingons. They're, um, they're Egyptians. It's so weird. They've completely changed Klingon culture. And it's supposed to be like at a time when the Klingons are divided and they do not have like, but they're not Klingons. Well, because well, they used to be samurais. Not and, in this, dude. No, I know, but there, there was like a period. Well, I guess when they first appeared, they were like Mongolian Russians. Yes, yeah, and actually, Enterprise explains that. And it, I thought that episode was actually good, where yeah. I could see at the time people would maybe be like, uh, like the same reaction to the Discovery stuff. But I actually liked Enterprise's explanation of it. It was the Klingons doing like, um, do you remember when DS Nine got into like, uh, and and like I think TNG got into like the, uh, like the um, plastic surgery stuff like kind of like spock when they tried to make him like a romulan they 
Enterprise kind of explained it like that. Like Klingons were trying to get into genetic like uh, engineering well, to yeah, well, there, sneak through things and to well, there, make themselves look human. There's that toss off joke in the uh, the Tribbles episode of DS9 where they're like, "What do you mean there's a Klingon?" They're like those guys right there, and they're like, "What do you mean I don't see any?" Yeah. <laughs> and they go, "Why do they look like that?" And Worf goes, "It's a long story." <laughs> yeah. And then Enterprise elaborates on it actually, yeah. where there there it was kind of like the Klingons were genetically engineering to. Uh, like uh, infiltrate human stuff so they could look human and then what wharf is is kind of the mix between like uh the rough clean looking klingons and then the human klingons that were accidentally created but uh yeah i think the klingons in this show suck ass like they are not good and they're not fun to watch mm. and they all stupid 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 jared well you're making your way to Picard, which sounds also sounds, stupid, I know. sounds pretty, sounds pretty dumb. And Season then you three get of that airs next month. Oh, you got to rush. You got to get there. I know, I'm aware. And then there's uh, Strange New World, which people actually like. So uh, that'll be the end of the road for me. I'll I'll do Picard before Strange New Worlds. Right. Like all of it, I guess. Right, right, right. I'm in it now. I'll do it. it are you in it to win it? Not not at this point in no fear. <laughs> no, it's No. No, Jared. It's 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 beside Voyager for me right now. Okay. I don't know yeah. what's worse. Okay. So. Well, nice. Uh yeah, uh, you got any news? James Cameron praises Avatar too. That's pretty cool. I think I had some news, maybe, but uh, it might have got brought up, or I just don't remember what it was anymore. Must not have been important. Th th things happen quick in this world. Things do happen quick in this world. Well, that's okay. We've been going for a while. We can have a uh, a little pee pee. Yeah. A little potty break. A little bit of a little bit of both. A little bio break. Mm hmm. You know what See? I mean? See, Justin was saying that there was not enough uh, butts and dumps talks on here. Yeah, what's coming? What's oh, coming? It's coming. After the break. Yams. Red or Menace. This is the Criterion Creeps podcast, and tonight we're talking about Fires on the Plane from 1959, directed by Kon Ishikawa. RJ, this movie has no tagline, but if it did, what do you think it would be? Um, it would say, Yams, I hardly knew him. Or, Yam, damn near killed him. Well, that's a good one. 
I think that's what it would be. In the closing days of World War II, remnants of the Japanese army in uh, Leti uh, are abandoned by their command and face certain starvation. Certain? Certain. So that's exactly what you get. It is actually. That's yeah, pretty accurate. Not too bad. Uh, do you remember the last uh, Colony Chicago movie we watched? Uh, was it by chance? Um, now this is gonna sound crazy, but was it the Minions movie? Uh, close. Okay. What was it? It's a documentary. On on the Minions. Tokyo Olympiad. Oh, that was a good and- show. And in uh, two weeks, we'll be watching another Kony Shikawa movie. Get the fuck out of here. That's two weeks from now. It, it would have been a double header, but uh, I didn't think that these movies were uh, needing to be dumped together. I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Fires on the Plane uh, is a movie I'd seen before. Mm-hmm. I watched it, I think, like 2014. Was there a reason you watched this movie? I just did it. I mean, it's a war movie. It's Criterion, Japanese. Uh, it's got a cool cover. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds interesting. And when I watched it, I thought it, at the time, you know, eight years ago, I thought it was good. Um, uh, above average Criterion fare, but, you know, didn't like make me go, oh, incredible cinema or anything of like that when I watched it back when. So I was like fine with watching it again. Uh, because, you know, it's been a number of years and I remember being, like, good enough. But sometimes with this uh, with this creep, you find out movies, sometimes you should leave uh, the memories alone. Oh, okay. Sometimes you go back to a movie and you go, ooh. Like Unbreakable? Well, I haven't done that. You did. Mm-hmm. You, you, you did that one. Everyone's favorite Criterion film, Unbreakable. I mean, I know you're, you like... Back on uh, episode 627. I know you're more of a Spine 1000 glass guy yourself, but uh, yeah, unbra- I, I'm just saying, you know, sometimes, yeah, dead is better. Leave it in your, leave it in the past where you had fondness for it. Don't revisit things. Yeah. All you'll just get don't. is pain. Pain. So, pain. so this was a rewatch for me and uh, I got to I gotta say, RJ, uh, I was pleasantly surprised because uh, okay. I, I, I feel like, the maybe maybe it's this arduous journey that we're doing on this podcast. Perhaps it feels like we we too are uh, in a war. We're yeah, we're, in, we're starving, and we're we're left to rags. Our boots are worn down to to, to mere flaps. Uh, mm-hmm. Walked through uh, a ravaged landscape. Uh, not a not a not a yam in sight. Uh, marauders, uh, fighting for your life, insanity. Uh, gren- the only way out is just just uh, taking that grenade close to your chest and pulling the pin. I mean, that is kind of what every Wednesday is for us, right? That's that's what I'm saying. Pulling the pin. Yeah. Uh, this is our war. Our war on uh, terror. The war um, at home. Th- no, this is our war. Oh, this the war on Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, the, the war on poddom. Yes, yes. Film, I... film, film podcasts. I'm with Goodness. you. I'm with you. Uh, so this movie opens up with our 
our protagonist, uh, Private Tamura, um, who's got uh, tuberculosis consumption. Uh, yeah. He's not doing well. Oh, he's, he's got get... TB. Yeah. So yeah, yeah he's got TB. Yeah. So he's getting he's getting yelled at by his commanding officer. Um, he just can't do anything right, mm-hmm. which makes it sound like a comedy. And this movie's not that. I thought this was gonna be a Forrest Gump type show when they were. Oh, in he's like, right. you can't do nothing. If if you get there and they don't take you, just kill yourself. And then I was like, man, this guy's probably gonna get into some wild adventures. No. Yeah. yeah, this is does. He does get in some adventures. Yeah. Yeah. This is so. This is uh, on the side of war movies that I enjoy, which is it, that it's not enjoyable. This does not present war as valorous or um, with merit. It is just a grueling horror nightmare, and nobody wants to be there. There's like no, there's no commanding officer saying we got to do this, boys. We got to do this for the homeland. It's kind of just like resigned to death. Um, and there's like so many great images and moments uh, displaying that, which was refreshing, but also depressing. Because this, this is a dark movie, RJ. Uh, yeah, it's not, um, it's no analyze this. I can tell you that much. I, is there a single heroic act performed in this film? The dog tries to be pretty heroic. Oh, man. He tries to end the story for everybody. Okay. And... Ah, man. You, you got to admit, that's got to be uh, some unintentionally hilarious dog violence. I mean, it is. It's so uh, not, not over the top. <laughs> the... <laughs> okay. Nice. We'll get there. Look, we'll save it. Save it for now. Okay. So anyway, so Private Tamora, uh, he's getting yelled at. He's getting uh, chewed out by uh, a corporal or whatever because this guy was supposed to deliver some food, and he fucked that up somehow. Uh, and he's, he's like, sick. Uh, he's no good. And the basically, this guy's going to get you killed. So the thinking is that we're just going to send him to the hospital. And even though the hospital doesn't want him, because like we got too many injured people as is, this guy's like fine relatively to these other people who are like you know maimed, uh, have no limbs or legs, and like they're they're bleeding out still. So and there's like no resources to maintain them. So get the fuck out of here with this guy who is like the whole movie. This uh, Tamura guy who's like perspective we're pretty well locked into the entire movie. Um, he has this kind of just uh, blank tra- traumatized gaze to him it reminds me a lot of like come and see which sure. movie is before that I mean, that's a movie you haven't seen yet but this movie's got some real come and see vibes to it so mm. if you're into that check out fires on the plane i mean uh, uh yeah yeah so anyway he's kind of sent he's like you go back to that hospital and you're just going to sit there and you're until they let you in and if you fail you're going to take this grenade and you're just going to like go walk up to a field and pull the pin. And he's like, okay, so I'm going to, go, if I do this and if I fail, I go and kill myself. It's like, yes. It's like, all right. Those are his orders. Uh, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I get it. Like, uh, what, what were we trying to do here? You know, well, it's, it's over. Cause this is, uh, I mean, it's not quite over. It's, what is it? February 1945. So we got we got months to go. Months to go in the uh, Pacific Theater. Uh, 
of this miserable uh, battle on these islands that don't matter for a war. Like Granada? <laughs> Granada. Kind of? Cape... <laughs> yep. Uh, you know, you don't want to say it. So anyway, um, somebody gives him some yams, which is going to come up frequently in the rest of this movie in a way that, again, unintentionally funny. Uh, at times it is. Some of yeah. it is, I find, so uh, extreme that it's hard not to um, to laugh because of the extreme extremity. Yeah. Yes. Situation. Yes. So. Uh, so anyway, he starts walking through this like jungles uh, and these hills. Basically, there's they're on this island and there's three characters, three things. There's like yeah, there's kind of the the jungle and then there's these the plains, uh, the titular plains, of which sometimes one sees a f- uh, smoke in the distance. Um. He gets to the hospital, and again, he's told, it's like, you're not fucking sick. Get out of here. Um, and you see piles of... All, all of us, though. Yep. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, he's already, he's already talking about... He's thinking about that grenade. Um, but then there's like... So he winds up hanging out with this like group of uh, others uh, who are also like needing medical attention. Uh, they have their kind of like... I don't know de facto leader um and while they're kind of waiting things out uh a plane comes flying overhead and starts to shoot and shell uh the the hospital uh we had some real grim imagery of people all bandaged up like mummy style almost crawling along the floor um as the world comes crashing around them and then we get some real fake ass bodies getting blown up (laughs) Uh, at this at this hut, at this hospital field hospital hut, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, you just get this image of like, oh yeah, those those people are definitely dead. You must not jump to conclusions, man. Uh, you never know. You never know. Maybe they'll pull through. They might. They might make it one day. Yeah, we'll see. We'll so uh, tomorrow's a little lost though. It's like, well, I'm supposed to wait at the hospital, and now what do I do? So he kind of force gump it. He, he force gumps it. He kind of stumbles about, finds a uh, and a kind of another like a, a village. Yeah, it's like an abandoned village. Yeah, kind of like on the coast, and mm-hmm. f- finds uh, piles, piles of dead bodies. Mm-hmm. He's looking for food. Uh, this is where we get the dog scene. Uh, yes, we do. Because the first living thing he encounters in this village is, uh, so how 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 if you're gonna lay up this shot, so the camera's following from behind uh, Tamara, and he's walking, walking, and you hear kind of like on the sound, kind of like a scrapey little sound, and then suddenly, a f- I'm not sure if this is like a fake dog or if they just like threw a dog at, at his back. Or past yeah, I'm, him. I'm not sure what it is. I'm, I'm, I'm at this point is like that might have been the dog, maybe, mm. maybe, but I doubt it. But they throw this like because they there is the fake dead dog. <laughs> so anyway, they throw this dog past him. He's like, oh, startled. And then they cut to like a real dog, and it's a hungry dog. Dog dogs want dogs hungry, wants to eat, mm-hmm. and it goes at him, and it it is just it jumps 
I don't know, like twenty feet in the air. Oh, uh, the last time you were hungry, and it winds up, and then it gets skewered on the uh, bayonet of his rifle, and there's like you know some artistic blood splatter uh, that are just like close-ups of the blood splatter themselves, not and then like you know there's also the bayonet going into fake ass dog fur, and then he's standing there. With his gun, like, I don't know, like, he's, like, trying to get, like, an apple out of a tree, and we're supposed to believe the dog's at the tip of the gun. This dog is probably, like, I don't know, 50 pounds, because it's a big dog. It's a big dog. And then he just, like, tosses us off to the side. And then we get a shot of just this, again, fake-ass dead dog. And the editing and sound is just so abrupt, because it is real, like, what the fuck? I mean, it is, like, it's as fake as those dead bodies back at the hospital. Yeah, it can be. No. Like, like, I mean, I don't know. At some points with the dog, I was kind of like, I was like, it looks fake. But at the same time, I was like, maybe these people used a real dog. Oh, they did not. I can't say for certain. I I can say for certain. There's no way. I I can't say for certain. This this is a real fake dog. (laughs) A real fake dog. Um, So anyways, he starts looking around in the huts. And he sees that there's this, like, young couple. Um. Uh, I guess like they're in the Philippines mm-hmm. and this like young Filipino couple comes like running in. Like they're also in the same situation where they're like fleeing from this conflict. Um, mm-hmm. And he just guns the woman down with it, with a shot. He just blows her away. Well, he's like, Hey guys, what's up? And then she screams and he's like, yeah. he's like, don't be scared. And then she screams again. And he's like, shut up. Okay. Qu- quit screaming. She's yeah. dead. And then the guy, he he misfires. The guy starts running. The guy manages to get to a boat uh, while Tamara's trying to shoot him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he goes back, and he find, you see the woman. She's still, like, kind of alive. You see the suggestion that she's still breathing. But then he notices something beneath the floorboards, and he just, like, rolls the body off to the side. Uh, he, he's he's a good dude though, you know. Her her skirt kind of got pushed up a little bit when she fell, and he makes sure to pull that down, you know. I mean, a... he does yeah. seem like <laughs> all things aside, he's kind of like he's like a Forrest Gump. He's kind of just like, well, he's like, can't have that. That's not good. He he's just kind of like dumbly like doing what he thinks is right. But uh, I guess. But he gets himself some salt. A big bag of it. Oh yeah, fills up his whole satchel with it. Big old bag. Yeah. No. Last time you frogged some salt. Ooh, man. Just, you know, like a lick, like... Uh, I don't know. Where would you? Pretty recently. Pretty recently? Like, I had a plate that had salt on it, like, two days ago, and there was just the salt, and I just kind of fingered the salt. and Fingered the salt. Yeah, you know when your lips are festering, Jarrett? You're the, you're the chopstick man. Yeah, well, not when I'm eating, like, dinner. Like, uh, when I'm at the table and I can get up and wash my hands, I'm good. It's when I'm on the couch and I know I'm not going to be able to get up for an hour or two. That's when I got to take preventative measures. Makes so much sense when you say like that. Preventative measures, you see? Okay. Yes. Um, So he's kind of continuing on, and he comes across uh, three other Japanese soldiers, and they're like, what are you doing out here? Where, where are you running from? <laughs> and, you know, he tells them the truth-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to, like, avoid the fact that oh, I just killed this woman. 
Yeah, back he, of well, the he, hut. he says they didn't ask, so I didn't feel like I had to bring it up. So yeah, they they he they kind of give him an update of like the status of this conflict, which isn't going too great. Uh, they're supposed to go to uh, uh, Palampon to convene uh, to bring all these like you know crushed and bombed and shot and shattered uh, platoons of soldiers um, back together to reconvene because it's not going well. The the the, the war is not going well. Um, that's the one thing too. I mean, this was post war. Um, and under American occupation still. But there's not like, this movie doesn't seem to like, Japan doesn't come off particularly great, right? You know, there's not a lot of big shots well, of flags or anything like that. It's just like, well, man, it's kind of there. Well, it's cool, which is good because it, it presents this as like sort of this uh, universal element to it uh, where this could be anybody on in a, you know, a place that isn't their home, uh, transported to wherever. They don't talk to the language of the people who live there. And you'd rather be anywhere else. And you're fighting for something that really doesn't matter to you at all. Very uh, a humanist uh, depiction, I guess, of like how shitty war would be like, and is. Uh, yeah. But for, uh, you know, if you're lucky, you only get to experience it via simulation, like in a movie or video games, and not actually have to go through it. Yeah. So. Not really. Yeah. So this is like obviously a, a stylization of war um, and what it actually would feel like and look like. Uh, and it's not, yeah, again, it doesn't sensationalize it, but it, but the movie still occupy, like, still functions as a, uh, you know, a movie. It's, it's a gorgeous looking movie. It looks great. There's some incredible shots uh, in this movie. Great dialogue too. Great dialogue. An amazing dialogue. The best dialogue. Lots of so anyways, diarrhea. So, oh, yeah. And yeah. Things. So anyways, this guy is like, well, they might just leave him go. But it's like, he's got a bay full of salt. Well, that's Dave. He's won over their hearts. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, anyways, they, they do come across another, like, uh, long tr uh, troop of uh, dejected soldiers uh, walking back or walking to uh, Palampon. Uh, and you get some, like, real horrific foot scenes where they're just, like, walking. And then they hear a plane overhead. And they just kind of know we have to drop to the ground. And then they do. And then gunfire. And you can see that the gunfire hits some of the bodies, like or the people's bodies. And then after the planes pass, they get back up. But some of the bodies don't. But nobody even stops to check. They just keep walking. That That is uh, some great, great filmmaking. It's, it's something, <laughs> all right. Yeah, it's like, whew, man. <laughs> It's definitely something, yeah. Yeah, and then you get the boot march too. You know, oh, like, the the the, the boot the, the the boot train. The boot train, which uh, yeah, well, they're walking walking through just the the rain, uh, these mud puddles, and then like there, there's this, this kind of the sequence where one guy sees a new pair of boots to him, new to you, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, and he says, "Oh, these are pretty good." Takes off his boots, puts on the new ones. And then the next guy in line uh, comes across and goes, "Ooh, look at these boots! They're better than the ones I'm wearing." And then as it goes along, it's just like almost meaningless because the, the, it's like the there's boots no have boot there's no soul. There's no soul at all. You might as well be walking barefoot. And that's where Tamara Tamura comes in, and he just goes, "Ah, oh, yeah, this is much better. I'm just gonna walk barefoot," mm -hmm. which I mean, it probably would feel better until you're actually walking. 
Yeah. It's soft and soft, squishy mud, but it's not like ground's just soft and muddy. There's like hard, sharp rocks and twigs and whatever. And when it dries, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't get its calluses can't come soon enough. Bad news bears, some have said. Right. No. Um, not good. So yeah, they're making this death march, and uh, uh, at night they are eventually they come across uh, like a troop of tanks. <laughs> Uh, and they then at night. Oh yeah, yep. they're, they're screwing. They get gunned down, left and right. But it's just like it's just a matter of time. I mean, it's kind of surprising because I guess like your impulse would just be like to run away. Um, they're out, they're out of ammo. They're all you can do is run and hope that it won't be you, which is again, rim stuff. Yeah. There's there's contemplation about uh, surrendering. Uh, there's like discussion about it because it would become like an obvious thing where you're like, well, there's nothing that can be won here. Like th- we've already lost this Island. We're just stuck here. No one's coming to save us. And we're getting picked off one by one. It's like, let's just uh, throw up our hands and uh, surrender, pull up the white flag. Uh, you know, they see a chaplain drive by in a Jeep after uh, some real hoople head Americans drive by and they're just firing into the Hills. Uh, they shoot up them yeah. near hills. But, yeah, so I think it's after the, it's like the night after the tank attack. Um, tomorrow's just waiting there. There's just pile again, piles of dead bodies everywhere. Uh, the first aid truck shows up to ch- look for survivors, and Tamara's waiting in the in the jungle in the trees, uh, debating it. He's got it in hand, but then he sees another uh, Japanese soldier come like with his hands up, uh, you know, talking in Japanese, saying "I surrender, I surrender," and this uh, woman. Uh, she just doesn't know what she's what he's saying, and she just shoots him dead. <laughs> so Tamura's like, "Well, I guess that's not a solution either." But he still got that grenade in his uh, bag. Still got it. No, he's not gonna get rid of it. Not yet. Close off uh, that bad boy. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> we he's he's wanders and he wanders more, and he comes across a man, uh, another soldier who's up against a tree. And uh, what's his deal? Well, he basically pays off to. He's talking about the Buddha. Mm-hmm. Um, it's <laughs> and at one point, it's like I'm not sure what the image is. It's like is his is he reaching to the mud and eating mud, RJ? Uh, he eats the mud, but I what I got from that was that it was a uh, he. There's a bunch of rocks in the mud. Uh-huh. He's eating the rocks because he's like he tells because. As soon as Tamura sees it, he's like running away, and the guy's like, "No, don't go." He's like, "I'll be dead soon." You can eat uh, this. And I, I think it was he's eating rocks to kill himself, is what it was. Right. Oh, okay. Like rocks and mud. That's how I saw it at least. Okay. Yeah. Well, because at one point there's like because it's black and white, and he's like reaching down into like the vicinity of his innards. It's like, oh, is he eating himself? <laughs> I, might, I don't know, but like, I think he's eating mud. But I, could, I thought it, I saw it as mud and rocks. But but mud and rock, yeah. Which same effect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he's like he's like go on, eat me, come on, come on. And Tim Rose like away. he's like no, I'm I'm good. And he's and he leaves him. Um, mm-hmm. he meets up with a couple of uh the the two of the guys from earlier, not the the leader of the three, but the other two. Uh, they've been eating uh, monkey meat. L- living off the... Where's this meat from? It's monkey meat. It's they monkey go... meat. What about where are all the where are all the you... monkeys at? I haven't seen any monkeys. 
ain't yeah, see no. no monkeys around here. It's monkey meat. Just it's re- it's it's real chewy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. breaks his teeth off. Oh yeah, he that is monkey oh. meat. He tries to bite it, and his teeth all fall out. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the scurvy. That's the scurvy, baby. Yeah, but like, like, oh, no, don't you think yams? Monkey. Wouldn't yams be packed full of like some vitamins? I don't know. If, I don't know if there's yeah, any vitamin C in there. Got lots of stuff. I mean, it's just starches, hey. right? So there's lots of sugars in there. The right stuff, though. Yeah, yeah. last time you had a sweet potato. Yeah, and vitamins outside of like. No, actually, not that long ago. Probably in the last in the you last know, in the last six months. Oh, there is that full of vitamin C and A and E. Yeah, but no, but no, no vitamin R. Yeah, weeds. Well, vitamin R. That's uh, Rainier beer. Yeah, but, uh, we eat sweet potatoes all the time. You know what I like to do too? Sometimes is when I'm mm. when we mash potatoes. Uh, like my mom used to do this where it's like half of the pot is normal potatoes half of it is sweet potatoes and you just mash them together and you get kind of a mix of both it's good stuff yeah. you should try it out sometimes right mm-hmm. so know? these these boys these monkey monkey meat eaters they're uh they're waiting out the rain uh and it passes um one of them's gone a little loco a little crazy mm-hmm. and uh uh Tamura kind of forgets himself, lets him look at the grenade. He's like, oh, you still got a grenade? Oh, I don't, you don't want to keep that grenade, so it's going to get wet. Let me take a look at it. He goes, oh, thanks, butt guy. I'll hold on to that. He tries to take it back and draws a knife out. He says, no, this is mine. He's like, oh, shit. Well, I guess that's his. That's the tobacco, man. Yeah. And then, and then we find out what monkey meat is. What is monkey meat, Jared? Well, it's like Soylent Green. Oh, high high protein. Is that what you you mean? Yeah, yeah. It's man, <laughs> the most dangerous game. Yeah, because there's not a lot of wildlife around. <laughs> well, well, I mean, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna eat yeah. if not yeah. the most dangerous game? Yeah. Um. So things turn dark. <laughs> for the the remainders here um and uh how does it go uh he they wind up in a field and it's just like now they're just like in hell essentially like this there's like mm-hmm. elements of this that remind me of like waiting for godot of okay. of like beckett of like this these people mm-hmm. wandering around this wasteland and nothing they do has, is to any avail. They're trying to survive, even though survival is just more misery. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, people just keep getting killed, shooting one another, turning on one another. Um, the You know, it's is it a metaphor, RJ? I don't know. What's it a uh, metaphor for? I don't know. Uh, human existence. Diarrhea? Or diarrhea. Yeah, that's what I would guess. But... Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so anyways, they're... They're all paranoid. Uh, they're all trying to get a one-up minship, but also trying to find food. But only one another would stand in for good food. Uh, Tamura has no, has wants no part of this cannibalism business, though. So the movie ends uh, with the title, and this is a movie where uh, the title is said out loud. Uh, Tamura begins to head toward that uh, smoke on the horizon on the plane uh who are farmers burning the farmers like the the rice rice husks yeah uh the husks 
they're burning yeah. it for um to help fertilize the soil or yes like that. yes that's good for the soil yeah. why if you're ever smoking a cigarette Jarrett, make sure you put that ash in the ground it's good for the soil mm-hmm. you know yeah I know so you're big and and, and 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 the nicotine well especially, I mean... especially the nicotine uh but anyway he he makes one final slow oh rj what, what are you doing here well, it's uh, you know, the uh, the podcasts and the Craigbot, they they do all sorts of things. Well, all I heard was uh, you going like ah, like you fell. No, oh, I I went ah, and then uh, the thing kind of kicked in where uh, you know, Craigbot uh, or not Craigbot, but the Discord in general just um, yeah, I did not to want to work for a second. Cool. So that's well. Of- so, anyways, uh, much like you, Tamora heads slowly toward that smoke. Uh, throws his hands up, and uh, well, he's greeted by a hail of gunfire. Uh, one shot at a time, and then one does hit its target, and he kind of just keels over. And that's the end. That's that mattress, man. That's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. What else yep. do you want? You know? Well, I don't know. This is a it's a meditation on just like I don't know. What do, what do the kids call it? Horrors of war? I mean, some kids may say that, but, like, do they mm-hmm. really know what they mean? You know what I mean? Do they know? Do know. they know? I don't know if they know. But, yeah, uh, I, I think this movie's uh, real good. Very cool. good movie. Um, dark, the way that uh, the only movies that just need to jump out are the ones where it's like, sticks, it sticks to their guns. Let's let's do it. I mean, it kind of just meanders around, but yeah, I mean, it's, I think that's true to what the movie is. Mm-hmm. Um, this this wasteland. I I actually really like the subject matter, the way it's mm-hmm. presented. Uh, it feels like the kind of uh, uh, I don't know manga that I would read or something like that. It has that like the way that it looks, uh, the storytelling, kind of like the darkness and the fact that there's like our main character is sort of who we're rooting for, but, but he's such a blank slate. Um, and like, so like kind of almost frustratingly blank, like he barely can think for himself at all. And he just kind of moves through the, this trying to navigate it. But at the end of the day, he still is making the right decisions, but also makes mistakes. And at the end of the day, you're like, Oh, what, what is he doing this for? And you go, well, I think we'd all be kind of stuck in the situation. It's hard to act rationally uh, when confronted with like no options. So I don't know. I, as much as one can enjoy fires on the plane, I, I did that. I did. So it's uh, definitely one of the better movies in the batch of uh, 301 up. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah but, it was definitely that I would say R- for sure. RJ, what did you think of fires on the plane? More like uh, shitting on a plane. No, I don't know what I mean. Uh, yeah, no, this uh, this bad boy was pretty good. Bad boy was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. Um, it uh, there's some stuff. I mean, obviously, I don't like the dog scene was very excessive. Um, but I thought the cannibal scenes were pretty nice. <laughs> I liked the monkey meat scenes. Did you <laughs> go into this? Did you go into this movie? Uh expecting some cannibalism no i went in completely cold i thought it was going to be a boring war drama i i didn't realize it was going to be uh as i said before but i do think this is the forrest gump of um extreme war kind of like 
atro- not atrocities, but like, you know, war realities where uh, mm. people are walking around and a lot of the times in these war-torn places, it's just like there's emptiness and there's dissolution and then there's uh, nothing. They're just walking around. There's no food. There's no people. There's no shoes. And uh, it's not very fun. And I think it does a good job of showing that. It's just like, it's like this looks like it sucks. And it's like, yeah, it probably does suck. Just walking around with no shoes, no food, eating monkey meat and trading nope. it with a dude who keeps tobacco leaves, like, sucked onto his, his tummy. Because <laughs> he just keeps it close to his skin. Some, 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 like. t- some tobacco. Some tobacco. I like that they're broadleaf tobacco leaves, too. I thought that was a fun thing. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I thought smooth. I, I wasn't, uh, I didn't look into it at all. So I wasn't really expecting the, the, uh, the despair of it. And then as soon as I started getting like within the first 10 minutes, you're like, Oh, I see. Uh, as soon as you start to see, it's like, it's like, yeah, this is going to be one of those types. Um, I was like, yeah, I like that. So, um, he encounters lots of different things. He keeps traveling, and everything is not great. Um, and, uh, yeah, he is very, like like you said, he's very blank, and sometimes, like, so much so that you're like, it's like, is this guy a human at all? But he's just kind of mindlessly moving through stuff, eating salt and chewing on grass and stuff like that, and he's just trying his best to get through, man. And maybe that's the metaphor, Jarrett. Maybe we're all just trying our best. So, um, so the there's a so this is based on a book, and uh, one of the like, fairly significant changes is the ending. So, um, on regarding Christianity on the Wikipedia page, Audie Bach points out that in the novel, the narrator is in Japan with a Christian view of life, while the film ends with Tamura walking hands up into gunfire. When first shown in London, critics complained about this changed ending. By ending with the hero in a hospital meditating on the past, the novel implied a faith in man and the possibility of progress. However, Ishikawa's film rejects faith. Tamura puts his faith in man by walking towards the villagers, and he is shot. The individual Tamura may be purified at the end of the film, but the world and mankind are not. Asked about the controversial change in ending in which the narrator apparently dies rather than survive, Ishikawa replied, I let him die. I thought he should rest peacefully in the world of death. The death was my salvation for him. Sometimes death is the option, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes death is better. Said many times. Many, many times. Uh... But yeah, no, I get that. And like, that's what I mean. Like, this movie's got that overall vibe, is how I would describe it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, no, it's good. I like, uh, I like seeing this guy suffer for two hours. <laughs> that, that that is your style. Yeah, I mean, it, it, is it war? Is it war crime torture? Not quite. Doesn't hit those enterprise levels, but uh, um, there's some bad stuff. None the, never the less. That's a word people say, right? Neither. Ne- never the net. Something like that. Something but uh, like that. yeah, no, I thought this movie was pretty good. I got a lot of screen- good screenshots. Lots of screenshots about diarrhea and people telling each other to like shut the hell up or uh, 
yams um, and yams yeah lots of lots and lots of yam stuff yeah which uh i thought was kind of funny the the abundance of how hard they hit the yam thing i was just like i did like how people were just smuggling yams too i thought that was kind of funny oh yeah when was the last time you smuggled a yam i haven't had the opportunity yet yet could be tonight if you try hard enough i suppose yeah no i thought it was pretty good i uh i didn't look into it all so i wasn't expecting much and i watched it and went yeah it was pretty good (laughs) you know what i mean outstanding which is about the best we can hope for in our current situation it it is yeah and that and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that kind of sad yeah kind of yeah you want to hear from people who hate this movie uh, which is wild, but let's see what yeah. they have to say. What how can sure. they justify this? Uh Nicholas Gregory Schwab, half a star. Okay. Without rhythm or forward drive, too much of its power and surely acclaim hinges on its last task of survival. The main character is also not only passive and lacks agency far into its runtime. Oh my god. But mm. seldom internalizes or emotes outwardly outwardly about his grim situations and harsh orders. The passiveness means a large lack of dramatic and, and emotional pull in its narrative. Some good ideas images, but only apathetically. Oh, that's very um very witty. Nicholas Gregory Schwab is, uh, I am a current MFA candidate in film and TV screenwriting, Orange County, California. This person just one starred 12 Angry Men, but they four and a half starred that Banshees of Inertiaan movie, which is written by, which I haven't seen, but apparently that's a four and a half, but 12 Angry Men is just a one star affair. And I don't think it's an ironic one star either. It's they wrote a big review and said all stars. This person half a starred uh, in the mood for love. Jarrett. They half a starred Jigoku. And they half a starred uh, a film called Ratman from 1988, which sounds pretty cool. So uh, this person's got um, some opinions. Oh, half a star to Fitzcarraldo. Uh, yeah. Half a star to Chunking Express. Why does this person hate so much? You know what I mean? But Banshees people, of Inertia. Come on. Some, pe- some people only know it. Yeah. Yeah. Who else we got? Uh, let's see here. I was looking at their list. They're this uh, Nick guy stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's not much of a review at all. How about director's cut? Two yeah, stars. Miserable, bleak, nihilistic, and above all, dull, because the film's narrative follows a complete blank slate of a protagonist through an endless parade of meaningless, nasty events that do not change or impact him at all. Having wanted to watch this film for years after first watching Ishikawa's excellent The Burmese Harp, this waste of time is a huge disappointment. I I mean I guess this is like if you don't want to watch this type of movie, it's going to be a bad to. it's going to be a bad time. Yeah, this person's favorite films include Lawrence of Arabia, City Lights, It's a Wonderful Life, and In the Mood for Love. They also just gave a four and a half star review uh, rating to Big, 
with Tom Hanks, Jared. Do you know about Big? Jared I know about, about I, I, I know about Big. That movie is real, real just okay. Yeah. Gus HR two stars. Not sure what's the point of the comedic aspects, especially the clownish, sometimes effeminate performance of the main actor. <laughs> okay, buddy. What? Still, the later half is so brutal that the lead slowly emerging sense of humanity in the midst of the grisly carnage feels thoroughly earned, not just imposed upon by a moralizing script. Um, Gus is from Brazil. Yep. Two of their favorite films are Prometheus and AI, Artificial Intelligence. Gus is a Brazilian male, 36. Cinema has been his passion since he was 11. Just so you know. It's one of his passions. This person two-starred Black Orpheus and he said, as a Brazilian, I must say it took me quite a while to recognize my own country and people under Camus's foreign exoticized grays. I mean, I yeah, if a movie's about your place, but like there's a bunch of shit shot in Creepsville and you could never tell. Rollerball was shot here, parts of it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But who mm -hmm. knows that? Who knows about Rollerball? <laughs> you know about Rollerball? Um, With Chris Klein and LL Cool J? Yeah. Who knows about Chris Klein, though? Uh, a lot of people know about LL Cool J. He was in the... Um, and Paul Heyman. Don't forget about yeah. Paul Heyman. He was in the Walmart in Creepsville. LL Cool J. Goddamn. <laughs> Yeah, my my uh, sister got a uh, Polaroid picture of him. When Polaroid still ruled the earth. But I mean, I'm not mad at Rollerball for that because I didn't recognize it was Creepsville. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So anyways. I got that going for me. Yeah, mostly just people who are like, I don't know, they're not into this. Yeah, it's fine. Don't watch it then. Don't watch it. Don't watch it, then. I mean, they did, and they learned their lesson. They'll never yeah. have to watch it again. Just don't try. Just don't I try. How many times do you think in your life you'll watch this movie, RJ, from this point forward? The number that I have right now will probably remain the current number for all time. I've seen this movie one time. Yeah. Not, and I uh... doubt it. It's not. It's not like it's analyzed that. I'm not gonna watch this yearly. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's no grumpy old man. I'll tell you that much. It it sure isn't. It's not. It doesn't have the charm. It doesn't have the the sex appeal. Doesn't, you know what I mean? It, no mathow. No lemon. Get out of here. Yeah. No senior citizen sex. Ty West would hate this fucking movie. Yeah. He'd hate it. Hate it. He'd hate it. And I I'm with him on this and only this. Okay. So, any final thoughts on Fires on the Plane? Better than I thought. Worth a Oops. watch if you like depressing war movies or sweet <laughs> potatoes, because that's in this movie for about thirty-eight minutes. Yeah, roughly. this movie's this movie's definitely in the pocket of Big Yam. That's what I thought, man. I was watching this. I was like, what did what did the Yam Company do to to get this kind of exposure? Is what I want to know. Not right. Not Sweet right. Yams. Mm -hmm. Sad. After the break. Mm -hmm.
we go running, running toward that smoke, but we hope they got guns. I run the smoke every weekend. You know, when you see people smoking cigarettes and stuff, I always go for a peek. You go, bomb a dart, and they go, hey, that's my last one. And you go, oh, that's okay. That's okay. And, and help yourself. Yeah. Oh, is that Shra the last beer? Schradering. Don't mind if I do. War is over. And we're both a little older The unknown soldier Breakfast where the news is read Television children fed Unborn living, living dead Bullet strikes the RJ, how long would you wait to eat me? Immediately. I, you don't even have to be dead. I'll take a bite out of your arm right now. I'll come over here. I'll give you a bonk. <laughs> have, you a no up, have a nausea. <laughs> no, when you wake up, you'll be down in ear and six fingers. The monkey, like... <laughs> monkey meat. I thought the monkey meat was really funny. <laughs> here, have some monkey meat. You know yeah. I don't... Yeah, I don't we see found any monkeys around here. Yeah, we found some monkeys. Yeah, we we just found some. You 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 didn't notice them. They're they're here. They're here. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Some monkey meat. All right. This is kind of like the flip side to the uh the the tale of like the the Japanese soldiers who were still on islands and they didn't realize the war ended like decades ago. Uh, I kind of like that. That's a that's a depressing story. That I mean, that's but that's like that's like that's like the flip side of this guy. And this guy's yeah. just like, oh, poor is me. The war sucks. And these dudes are like, ah, oh, man, I, I I love the emperor. I love it so much. I never I'll, want it to. I'll kill Americans forever. <laughs> as soon as they get on this island, I'm alone on. I'm gonna live here for, for decades. <laughs> this flip side. It's the flip side. I'm gonna say that I. You can email us at criteriaincrease at gmail.com and tell us which side you fall on. Uh, hail a gunfire or just living in the jungle. Uh, we've got a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterboxd. Far and low. Nope. Uh, we are. We do our. We do our. We do our Patreon and we do our Discord. Very active. Very sexually active. Just check out Trek Talk. We'll see what I'm talking about. A lot of freaks in there. Uh, we've got a SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. Next week, RJ, it's episode 325. If you can fucking believe that. Which it is. Me also means it's a, a quarter of the way to the next 100 block. Which means it's laser disc time. And drum roll, please. Stanley Donan singing in the rain from 1952. Do you like Gene Kelly? He's gonna 
<laughs> you want to tap dance on your grave? <laughs> He's singing in the rain. Singing in the blood that falls from the sky. <laughs> Baptism. Baptisms? In pain. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I've seen the movie before. I think that's about right. Well, why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? Uh, 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 uh. Metal. I think this film would be improved with those such things. Mm -hmm. I've never seen Singing in the Rain, Jer. What the fuck? Are you serious? Why would I? I don't like musicals. Okay, well. You know this. We'll talk about it next week. You Talking you know for a fact that I do not give a shit about musicals. But you love Chicago. Chicago. Unless it's Chicago. That's the only one that's worthwhile. Okay? Singing and dancing? Fuck that. I don't support the fine arts. Get out of here. Get out of here. Hate it. Liar kids? Ugh. <laughs> Fuck them. That's what I say. What are you going to do? With, what are you going to do with the kids? Not kids. Humans. Good night. The the humans is what I said.